Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talking About Balls. I am Justin George, joined as always by Kyle Price and Tim Buck, too. And this week we are honored to have Grape from The Grapevine. Hey, hey. Friday nights, 6 to 8, Redline Radio, uh, Studio One. Absolutely. He is a Studio One alumni. That is me. I like it over there for certain reasons. but it's, He holds it down. <laughs> it's like, hey, not like y'all. Y'all fucking rock over here. Can you say that on show? Hell yeah, yeah. Say whatever oh, okay. the fuck you want. Well, fuck yeah. I say way worse than we that. Don't, we don't curse in this show. It's <laughs> like we have a fucking quarter jar in the back somewhere. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is like gospel sports. That's what we do over here. It's very, very calm. We don't swear at all. <laughs> No, no, dude, say whatever the fuck you want. Um, we have a song breakout coming in about five minutes. We yeah, just, we have a, a whole choir comes in. Yes. It's a whole thing. Or like, um, if you want to get down on these Oh, listen balls. to that. He needs to be in the choir, I think. <laughs> on my balls, right? Yes, sir. All right, well, we are live. And again, this is Grape from Grapevine, Friday Night's Redline Radio. Uh, I was on his show last week. Happy as hell to do it. It was a great time. I'm Excellent time. honored to have you with us, man. man I'm Look at you guys be here. bringing the Red Line family together That's one to show at a time. That's what we do. That's what we do around here, man. We rock so, out. So, in honor of Grape being here, Grape is a little bit of a conspiracy theory fan. He he loves that shit. He he taught me things last week that I'd never heard of, never thought I'd hear in my life. And I figured, what a great opportunity. I called up my friend Chopper Chuck. Chopper Chuck is going to do us the pleasure of taking us down to Conspiracy Carl's Bunker. At the break. I, I wasn't told of this. Does this mean I have to leave again? Yeah, unfortunately, Kyle's not I'm, welcome. I'm in never there. invited down there. No, too. Kyle, last time we were there, or first time Kyle actually got to meet Conspiracy Carl, he uh, basically told him he's full of shit. They got into a heated <laughs> argument. Uh, Kyle called him a flat earther. Conspiracy Carl does not like that. Uh, so it's, he, it's he started a whole drama. He's gone 100%. He, he bounced. He said he Project whole, Blue Beam he, is a scam. He threw the Q- oh, shit. I love the fighting words. He, he, said, <laughs> he threw the whole QAnon book at me. And we, he said it was, Osama it was over, bin Laden so. was 100% behind 9 11. Absolutely yeah. no kind of fuckery involved. So Kyle is banned from the bunker, right. unfortunately. Well, so I guess it's a short night for me then. So that's yeah, good. Kyle's only going to be here. That's why Grape is here because Grape is allowed access into the bunker. So we are going to head down at the halfway point of the show. We can't wait. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Grape, tell us, tell everybody a little bit about yourself while you're here. Well, I am, as you said, Grape from uh, Redline Radio LLC's Grapevine. That is every Friday night, 6 to 8 p.m. at Studio One. Uh, me and my wife over there who doesn't really do too much and she thinks she's really funny and she should probably <laughs> try comedy. Uh, you know, we try to hold her down, and I have an assistant named Dre. Uh, tune into it. She might be pleasantly surprised. We had a pretty good lineup for the rest of the week. And we'd like to appreciate you again for coming. That show was doing great numbers, too. That Absolutely, was, man. That Any show t- was anytime, everything, bro. Anytime, like, dude. That was so much fun. we're going to have to get you <laughs> on. <laughs> dude, I'm, I, was, I, I tuned in for a while and I kind of, like, watched it. As soon as I, I didn't see Kyle's comments. S- I didn't know he was trying to talk to us. Yeah, I, I, and you know, I after the show, I text him. I'm like, shit, I just saw it pop up. <laughs> we should have called. I, like, I try. I tried to chime in a little bit. No, I was actually driving. You know, I shouldn't have been watching in the first place, but that's okay. <laughs> dangerous. I was trying there. to help out with the views and ask some questions and shit like that. So <laughs> we appreciate trying to you. do my part. 100, percent man, absolutely, yeah, man, definitely. Thank you. Thank for you for joining us. us. Hey, no worries, man. You know, absolutely. I'm... Happy to have you in studio too. Is this your first time? No, actually, I've been here with at least in Sugar Spice. Oh, okay. No shit. Yeah, okay. It's pretty nice in here. I like it. That's not, I love it. Yes. We got Timbuktu running the board, killing it as always. Yeah. Tim vacuumed in here right before he got here. You know, beautiful. I'm a little biased, but <laughs> best producer at Redline Radio, in my opinion. Hey. He gets my vote. Hey. Absolutely. I told everybody, 
with uh, the voting for the Ohio Entertainment Awards. Get on there and don't just vote for the shows at Redline. Hell no. Vote for the Everybody. men behind the scenes, and that is, of course, Simbuck too. Vote him for best producer. I don't even know if that's a category, but fucking make it a category. If not, you'll be hearing from us. God damn right. Do we, do we know when the uh, nominations come out? Like we, everyone's put their like word. No idea. Like, I think they yet. last for about a month until like the twenty third, and then they come out okay. with like the actual yeah. stuff to vote on. Okay, I believe so. Don't quote me on that. I'm looking forward. Yeah, to I it. honestly don't. I have no idea. Yeah. I just made. I think we're gonna hopefully do some decent numbers. I think we had a lot of support. For sure. We'll see. If not, we'll sweep the trappies. Got that right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if no one from Redline makes it, I'm boycotting those awards for the record. I am loyal. So the are these, award are these show, awards they give out in person, like we can physically go boycott it, like oh, stand yeah. outside? I hope so, because oh, yeah. I'm starting to write my speech, so <laughs> I'm expecting a win. I'm about to go steal me the suit. I was, I was doing the uh, the prep work for the show here, and then I was like, not, you know what? Borrow, in case not, I win, not rent, let's steal. get the speech going. I, like so I started it. filling out the back page. I'm ready to roll. <laughs> And then, uh, if not, yeah, we burn that fucker down. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not having it if Redline's not a part of it. If it's not a part of it, it must be some sort of a conspiracy. Ooh. We're starting it early. Save that for the bunker, fellas. Save that for the bunker. All right. Uh, so the Cleveland Browns in the Baker Bowl pulled it off. 1-0. Nail-biter. Good game. That man right there. Cade fucking York. Shh. Best rookie the Browns have had in ages. Honestly, I mean. were you uh, were you nervous? Uh, yes and no. I mean, I, I I made some notes here to talk about. Obviously, uh, that for the game, the Browns defense three bad plays. I was asking, were you nervous when they lined up at fifty eight yards? Oh, up? honestly, not really. Yeah. Um, for me, it was like a make or break moment. I was excited and I was kind of just like, let's see what kind of leg this kid has. If he misses it, it's almost a, a sixty yard kick. I'm not going to be mad about it. I kind of like the uh, the uh, story of uh, he went up to percent and said, "Just get me to the 40. Yeah. That's it. Give me to the 40. I, I just, at that point, that's a 50-yard kick right there. There so. was truly, hand to God, there was a sense of relief for me when we, we drove down and got in field goal range because yeah. that doesn't happen when yeah. you had Baker Mayfield. No. Yeah, that, that, that shot of him on the sideline holding his collar is so familiar as a Browns fan <laughs> because I watched him do that as we lost miserably for the last four years, and I got to see Cade York go out there. And, again, 60-yard field goal. I'm watching it, and I'm going – Let's see what this kid can do. Dude, Worst case, Jacoby Brissett with ten more yards in that two leg minutes too. to go. Jacoby Brissett got us in field goal range. Yeah. That didn't happen with Baker. He well, threw an interception. He, he did turned get it us over. in range, but that that penalty also got us closer in range though too. So. Yeah, but it, you know, a lot of people say that was a shitty call because Jacoby Brissett may or may not have actually gotten roughed. But but they could have called a penalty on uh, Donovan Peoples Jones getting pushed over sure. late. Well, so then, multiple flags could have been. We thrown. also got kind of bailed out too by that uh, intentional grounding non call. So did you watch the clip though? He well he came, he took he took a step and then you're allowed to take one step you're not allowed to drop he back he faked it and then he stepped back and then threw it down I think that's where they were saying that should have been called intentional it grounding. just looked funky but when you watch the, the angle from the front yeah. it was just a spike I mean yeah. he took a step back looked he didn't actually even fake it he just stepped back looked and then spiked it that's trying to be negative Nancy here I'm just throwing no, out no I the, agree uh, I watched it was from a very interesting it was a very interesting two minutes of the I game I feel the tides have turned for Cleveland Browns fandom oh yeah we we drove down and won the game in the last second field and goal. I just want to point out that I'm drinking that doesn't yeah, he bought that specifically it, for you just for oh, you oh yeah my he's got a great drink I'm gonna let you guys in on a secret. Negative Nancy over there. I'm telling her, listen, the Browns are going to pull it off today. They never win their opening game. They never win their opening I mean, game. She's not wrong. Maybe I should boycott her. The last 17 years, we were 0-16-1. and 1. She but, is but a Steelers fan. Her, but I told oh, her. She's yeah. a what? Maybe we should boycott Boo. her. Well, you might want to tune into the Steel City running lates on Sunday night. <laughs> uh, which, matter of fact, while, while we're on the topic, 
Uh, hopefully they're on time because Kyle and I will be joining them from seven to eight. We'll only be there for an hour. We'll be doing it via stream because yeah. they got a full house. They got a oh, lot of meat in this stew. You know what I mean? They got a lot of the beef, a beef sitting around his table. But how late they <laughs> usually are to start the show, I'm afraid we're only going to get like 20 minutes of airtime. Probably. Any minute of us on the show obviously makes it better. It's going to pump up those numbers. They need it right now. And damn sure the Steelers, watching. they're not a very good team. They got, they got extremely lucky on Sunday. They lost TJ Watt for a huge chunk of the season, which is going to, I mean, that's their whole team right there. Yeah, they have nobody. They're not good without TJ Watt. Their season's just about done before it started. So I wanted them to I'm play. To I wanted them. to play another overtime so more people get injured. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I, I was hoping Minka Fitzpatrick would the, do something. The more, they, the more they played, the more they got hurt, and fuck those two teams. I don't care. <laughs> Uh, so Adam no, brings no up offense exactly, to anybody yeah, in the, yeah, yeah. the peanut gallery. So back I, there. I have plenty more to say about the Steelers <laughs> when we get to that. Uh, Adam brings up exactly where I was going. It just feels weird to be on this side of it because I, I saw so many years you, you couldn't get close enough for a field goal with the kickers we had years prior. Yeah. Baker would turn the ball over on a game winning drive. We went down confident, got into the position. And on top of it, we won with a weird penalty that went for us yeah, for once. How many right, times do we sure. lose a game because of some fucked up penalty? Dwayne Rudd throwing his helmet. Um, I mean, the what was it? The field goal with uh, Justin Tucker. He kicked that bomb against us. Wasn't there a penalty like right yep. at the end of that and Monday he night that game? One. Yeah. yeah, and, and then he, he got a second chance and, and made it. Put it right through. Yeah. So we get fucked on the last second in so many games. It feels weird to be on the other side, but I think that's the new era of Cleveland Browns I, football. I feel I feel a lot of the uh, old Baker Bros had a. Uh, Rude awakening that first half of the game. I think a lot of them might have been. They might have slept in because they were real fucking quiet for the first <laughs> hour of the game. I didn't shit about that dude. I, a lot of people, like a couple of people I know who are Baker fans per mm -hmm. se, were watching that game. I was watching it with with some people. Where we're like, "Damn, that looks familiar. Oh, that looks familiar. Wow, that looks familiar." Like what? The batted down balls, the overthrown interceptions, the underthrown balls to the ground. Yeah, no, that's wins a win, Adam. You said it. I'll true. take it anyway. You know, I look at it as if you win by one or you win by 100, it's just a W in the book. That's all it is. One on the, on the week most too. to the loser. Yeah, like, I, hate, I would hate to lose by one. Blow me out. As like, long as I'm the winner. Yeah, the, if I'm on the losing end, beat oh, me by a million. Yeah, please do. Not if that, I'm I, winning, that, that, I don't give a shit. Just yeah. one. Although it is a little like I did feel the heart palpitations a little bit watching the game. I was nervous That's as what fuck. it's all about, though, right? But that adrenaline? I, did, I wasn't that nervous when he was lining up to kick. It re I really wasn't. I was very confident. Well, when I saw that ball go wide right, and then I saw it dive right into the middle, I'm like, okay, he's done this multiple times. When they so were good. talking, they were like, Cade York before pregame, they're like, he was lining up from 70 and nailing them. And I'm like, this is only 58. That's nothing. Yeah, like, yeah. Sign me up. like 10 more yards in the kick, right? Sure <laughs> shit. Yeah, he, he, he cleared that uh, goal post with at least <laughs> good 10, 10 more yards ago. Easily. Yeah. And then – Play soccer or something? I mean, he should. <laughs> right. If his NFL career gets cut short, he could at least be an extra on Ted Lasso next season. Um but, I mean, what a win. It, you're 1-0. It does suck. Again, I wrote down three botched plays by the defense. Was the only reason that they were in that game, Carolina. Yeah. You had, of course, the, the tight end, Ian Thomas, broke up the middle. No one covered him. It's going to happen. Can't let it be consistent, but it happens. Second play, they fumbled. Christian McCaffrey just picks up a fumble and that runs 23. 50 yards. Oh, was it 50? I was like, like 30, I don't remember. It felt like 50. Yeah. I don't remember, honestly. <laughs> well, the fact that he got up the middle with that picked up and like yeah, right it was a shotgun the, like the Red Sea parted and he just yeah. went. Yeah, it's Baker crazy. couldn't handle it because he's got those tiny little Kenny Pickett hands and the ball skipped up to him. Christian McCaffrey picks it up, runs, you know, 30 whatever yards and then that sets him up in a good scoring position. And then we have right after we score one play, Robbie Anderson touchdown because of another busted coverage by the defense. Can't let that happen. Yeah, that was it's, it's killer. Miscommun I mean, look at miscommunication the in the secondary because I believe Johnson thought he had the help over the top yes. or whatever, so he came in. 
Um, and then boom, he got Anderson broke right through the middle, and of course Baker got lucky enough to see over the line for two seconds. And I know how great would that have been if that the, ball got batted ball. down, right? <laughs> Wide open down the field, Wide and gets open batted down. Touchdown, and somebody fucking swatted. The it fact back that Clowney, like I think, had, I think Clowney had like four swatted balls or three swatted balls. Yeah, I mean, hilarious to me. It, it again, it it's shit that I had to deal with last year with arguing with Baker fans, where we got Baker would get sacked, Baker would get the ball stripped, Baker would throw it off the defender's hands, and everyone's going. Oh, that was this guy. He didn't block well enough. He didn't do this. They blamed everybody else. Now they're seeing it on the other side. It's happening with an entirely different team. How do you keep blaming anybody right. but Baker? He's right. the common denominator. I think those I think those Baker fan Baker fans are starting <laughs> to quiet down just a little bit now. So. They they got a little sassy in the second half and then they were put right back in their place with that Cade York kick and I loved every second of it. <laughs> yeah, that was great. That was a great game. Uh, a couple things, obviously, passing offense looked a little out of sync. Yeah. And that's putting it mildly. Wait, hold on, wait a passing offense? Can you yeah, talk more um, about that? I'm hoping that was just lack of preseason play. They got to get it out of their system. They got to get up to speed. You know, the NFL is a fast game when you don't play for a month or technically almost a full season for some of the guys like Amari yeah. Cooper. Uh, it's got to be tough, I, I imagine. And Carolina's defense is actually really good. It's no slouch. I know they're not a very good team on offense, but their defense is actually one of the better ones in the NFL. So I went. So I, I don't know if you know this or not, but the NFL app now has the NFL Plus. Yeah. And if you get the subscription, you get the All-22. Mm -hmm. So I've been, I, was, I went back and watched m most of the Browns game, just in the All-22 version where they have different angles of every play. Sure. Amari Cooper. Oh, he's one of the best one route, of the best route runners ever. ever. He, yeah. he was that one play where he basically juked the defender out of his shoes, and he was wide open down the fucking field, and he got overthrown the ball. It, that that right there are the things that I think that Jacoby needs to clean up just a little bit. You know, the accuracy over the top. Sure. I know he's afraid to throw the ball down the field, but, I mean, had he hit him in stride, Cooper was gone. A couple plays like that, actually, where we were wide open. I think, who was the other one? Kareem Hunt yep. broke down. Yeah, out, out to the wide side. Wide open. Yeah. Luckily, it, there was a penalty on the play, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Right, but, but I mean, you could see the frustration a little bit in Hunt because he's wide open down the it's field. It's the timing. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping, that week one, they get the jitters out. They get sure. more acquainted with each other. They get more comfortable. And then we go from there. Um, What's his face? Uh, Demetric Felton sucks as a punt returner. I'm Dude, over that experiment. I, I wrote that. I wrote, <laughs> I'm over that. We won. Hold on. Where's it at? I wrote it down here, too. I don't trust Felton. Yeah, no. Not a fan of Felton on the return game. The, the first two times he got first kicked, two, too, he I was said, diving. he's fucking fumbling that he next one. He couldn't read the ball, and then Dan said the same thing. Dan's like, I don't really like how he's catching him today. The next first, one, he fumbles. Yep. Then he catches one, and then he ends up getting like 20 yards out of it. But still, that doesn't make up for the other three shit ones. I, I don't like him back there. I understand. We lost Jakeem Grant. But I look at it, how fucking hard is it to find a guy to return kicks and punts? Special teams? Hey, yeah. Like, there's there's kids coming out of college every year who are just quick, they're fast, they can catch. That's all you need. Josh Cribbs put his name in the hat, in the hat I think, I would last take week. Josh Cribbs back at this point, honestly, <laughs> after what Demetri Felton did. Yeah, um, no, I was not a fan of the return game. The special teams, just in general, and just, you know, kick returns and, and punt returns, a little sketchy at best. But yeah, return game, but on the other side, the actual kicking, uh, Bjorquez, whatever the hell his last Dude, that name is. That punter has a fucking leg. He, He's got the strongest leg for the last, I think, three seasons or something like that. He has registered the longest punt in football. He's accurate, Every year too. He, 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 he coffin the, corners him pretty yeah. well down there. And he's got, like, what they say before the game, he's, he's hit, like, in his career 90-something kicks inside the 20. So he's just adding on to those numbers. Dave, the man, sharing put, the show. Put Ford back there. I, I, did, I thought Jerome Ford. I, I think Ford did catch one. I he think, barely touched the field. I know, but I think Ford did go back and do he a kick return. He did a return. kick return, yeah. And he's he got, a, he's I think he had positive yards, too. Then I don't maybe remember, 10 yards or whatever, but he at least caught the ball and yeah. moved forward. So, yeah, hey, I mean, they, they have to work on that. I, again, I totally understand. You lose Jakeem Grant, who you signed specifically to be your return man. He gets hurt. That's going to obviously fuck up your plans. But I feel like there's got to be a better option back there to just, I don't care if you put a guy back there and just tell him never return the punt. 
just fair catch it, I would feel more confident in anybody other than Jakeem Bell. Put, put uh, Bell back Demetri there. Felton. Just have him catch the ball. That's it. Give me a sure-handed yeah, guy. Just catch the ball. That's all we and need if you want to just hand it off to a guy running behind you, that's fine. But you catch the ball, give it to somebody yeah. else to run it. Honestly, so you don't, yeah, get don't even bother trying to look down. <laughs> Literally watch the ball, catch it, fair catch, done. End of discussion. Demetri Felton couldn't even do that. He's diving all over the fucking place. And, the, the and it was good weather. He, he looked like he was in a windstorm. He wasn't even trying to fair catch it either. Like the one where he, the p- players were on him. Yeah. Like he should have tried fair catching it just to catch it. No, he dove forward to catch the ball. I'm hoping that's lack of experience, but. It has to be. I hope. It has to be. <laughs> yeah, but we'll, we'll see going forward. I would I would also hope that in an NFL practice they're telling him how to evaluate every scenario. <laughs> like if a guy is this close to you, definitely fair catch it. I would think they go over that, I hope. But you see two giant guys running at you yeah. try to fair catch it. You might want to look out for them. Definitely don't dive towards those fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> uh but we did beat Baker Mayfield again the first half. It was really embarrassing for Baker. Um felt good coming from me. Uh, as everyone here can attest, I've been a Baker hater for the last basically two and a half seasons. I started the trend before anybody else did. I, I saw that he was not a very good quarterback, and I was ready to move on then. It's come to fruition. He's in Carolina. Again, good quarterback. Not great. You don't win Super Bowls with good quarterbacks. It's rare. He'll be a carryover to next year because he won't probably be resigned by the Panthers. And Yeah, Deshaun Jackson. There you go. I would sign him literally just to be our return man. I just and saw that list today of the, the, available, wide room. the available free agents out there, and, yeah, he's definitely one of them. It's weird that like, yeah. the list has some pretty big names on it, old names, but they're big Especially names. Especially because when we would sign him, we would never need him to line up at wide receiver. So yeah. just come in and return kicks. That's literally it. We're Give done. Give him a one-year deal for whatever and go out there and catch the ball, yeah. Yeah, I saw that. We signed a wide receiver to the practice squad. We made some moves, waved Herb Miller. Nothing really, nothing really game-changing for us. Guys that probably won't see the field much it is what it is. Um, they got to get that punt returner solidified, though. That's my biggest concern, and obviously the passing game. So the healthy scratch, too, and the Ernest Johnson, that's the other thing that kind of threw me off before the game. I, I Are they going to be scratching one of the two running backs every game? As long as Demetric Felton's returning kicks, yeah, they're going to have to because basically you have to consider Demetric Felton's half wide receiver, half running back. So you don't want to you, – you can't not dress him, right. and then you don't want to have five running backs in the game. Unless, honestly, the way we play on offense – it's probably not a bad idea to have five running backs and just right. keep them fucking going, keep them fresh. And that's what I was thinking. It's like either you're, if you're going to keep doing that, you just paid him. You know, yeah. you just paid him. You're going to keep scratching him if you just paid him. Or are they looking to get Hunt stock up a little bit more, maybe move him here in a couple weeks? I mean, I just I don't, I don't know what the plan thing. is. I mean, I could see it like they're, they're very analytical, so it could be something like maybe the way Carolina's defense is, is based. I don't, Adam, I don't, Dearness I think Johnson, Hunt's trade bait. I don't think Johnson's trade bait. I, I, I think they both could be. You think they, who, they're who, both only on one year contract. Who would you move off of first, Johnson or Hunt? Uh, probably Johnson. He's got a much more friendly contract for the opposing team and he's younger. Yeah. Kareem Hunt, great player, but he's worth more money. Mm-hmm. Teams don't like taking a lot, a lot of money. I yeah. understand it comes off the books this year and he's like 28, 26, something like that, yeah. which sounds young, but in running back years, that's an old man. <laughs> Well, I mean, for him, though, he's still young because he set out the year, he, yeah. you know, whatever. Then he only came he's, he's as a secondary option now. So the miles on his legs are not as much as a normal 28 running He's got miles on back. his legs and kicks with his feet. <laughs> so his legs have seen a, seen a lot and he kicked that broad in the head. Um, that could be another reason why teams don't want him, honestly, because of the baggage. He has redeemed himself, but there are some teams that might just say we're absolutely not taking this guy on because of the backlash. Who's the, uh, who's the, running, is the running back or the receiver out of Kansas City is also a kicker? 
You just made me think oh, of players. Oh, he's a safety, Justin Reed. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He, so he's the only player in history to make a field goal, a punt, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Return a punt, return a kick, and something else. Or whatever. Hell of an athlete. I mean, he was out there kicking them. <laughs> unless they sign somebody else, he's kicking tomorrow night because they already said Harrison Buckner's not playing. Yeah, I just got the alert on the way over here because so I have Thursday Buckner as my football, kicker. football, Carolina, or Kansas City, I'm sorry, against uh, Los Angeles Rams, or Chargers. Um, Justin Reed, I think, is the kicker officially, who is nice. the safety. Sorry, you're, a you're of an athlete. players kicking things made me think of that when I just saw no, that. No, that's a good thing. We'll talk about that because that's gonna that might come into play on who I'm picking. We'll we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. It's a little teaser for you people at home. All right, uh, moving on from the Browns game, Kyle wanted to talk about the Guardians a little bit. The Guardians are hot. They we every week every show we do it's this and then this and because they're playing shitty this. opponents. I have to, I have to be mean to the Guardians or else they don't win. Just last, <laughs> I have to bash them. It's very, well, very superstitious. Just last week we were talking about the Guardians season's over. Bum bum bum. Now this week it's hey Guardians they're in first place by four games. Season's going in the positive way now. So it's like every Somewhat. week it's up and down. So obviously we played the Twins over the weekend, swept them. Twins were second place, battling second place with Chicago. Um, and then these last three games, we played the Angels, yeah. who, of course, suck ass. They're not a very good team. And then we have the White Sox tomorrow, one game. One game, rain makeup game. White Sox are right on our tail for second place. Let's see what they can do against a little bit of a better team, somebody that's actually playing for something that hasn't given up on the it's, season. It's unfortunate that we couldn't gift Mike Trout that that a record. You know, he's going for eight home runs in a row. We couldn't mm-hmm. just give him that, just throw him a little meatball out there and give it to him. No, fuck Mike Trout. <laughs> I love the guy. He's one of the best baseball players you'll ever see. But because he's out there in Anaheim, they don't win shit. Fuck him. I don't want him breaking any records. <laughs> tell, tell him to get to the playoffs. <laughs> that, that's how it is in sports. You either get to the playoffs or none of those stats matter to me. So my question, I reason I wanted to bring it up to you was my question was going to be posed is, is no matter what happens now, so they shit the bed the rest of the season. Sure. They don't win another fucking game. Are we considering this a successful season for the Guardians? Just based um, on all the young talent, they're the youngest team in baseball, all the success old, they have had. Old school baseball guys are going to say yes. They're going to say, of course, you have this young team. They showed promise. They did this. They did that. Sure. Me, winning over everything. Yeah. You don't make the playoffs, that season's a nope. fucking bust. Fucking that's failure. how I look at Got it. it. And it, it goes further than that. You make the first round of the playoffs and get swept. That's a shitty season. I don't care that you made the playoffs. You got swept. You don't you got care that nobody assumed you were going to be there. You have basically, other than Ramirez on your team, that nobody else that's Correct. really that a big name right now. Mm-hmm. They're making some big names for themselves in this team. Sure. Um, you don't think all of that aside, it's a failure if you don't go Yeah, deep because in. I've okay. seen it before. I saw it when we had Lindor on the team, and we had a loaded team. We had Andrew Miller. We went to the World Series. We lost. The next oh, yeah. year, they added more people. They, they signed Edwin Encarnacion. We go to the playoffs. First-round exit. Next year, first-round exit. Those are not successful seasons for me. Just making the playoffs and losing, not good enough. I've seen it enough with these guys. Okay. It's, it's, I, Tito, I think Tito's been the man behind it. I give him all the credit. Hell of a coach his, that guy is. Yeah, he's one of the best coaches in baseball, even though it's fucking managers. Kyle keeps Greg, calling coaches. Greg, that one's um, for you, buddy. <laughs> but anyway, he's one of the best managers of all time. He yeah. can lead anybody. He's a great leader of men. If he makes it to the end of but, the season, he keeps those outbursts going. Well, yeah, when he went off on that ump the other day, he was going to have an aneurysm, it looked like. <laughs> he saw the veins throbbing in his head. He's yelling. All you saw is mouth going, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. That's all he said to the And then at the end of the so game, good. his interview was, was great. He's talking about so he like stepped on his toe or some shit like that. Yeah, and they, he's going off they don't on like him. each other. Um, but, no, I mean – it, it's nice, something to build on. I wouldn't say successful season. I look at it as if you're a professional athlete, your job should be to go out there, be great, win. Yep. That's it. Every team should experience that. Look yeah. at the Orioles. The Orioles are having a, one of the best years of their in the last 20 years. They're they're winning. They're young. They don't make the playoffs. Is it really successful? They had sure. one hot year. Doesn't, doesn't mean much. It depends on how much you can turn it into long long term success. That's why I look at it. Great, you watch baseball. 
I do. Fan? Fan of the team? That was my first sport. I'm a fan of the... Uh, yeah, the Guardians. Yeah. yeah. Like, we got, yeah are they, are they the Guardians to you or the Indians to you? They're always going to be Indians. Yeah, I hear you. And, yeah. I actually have a pretty dope-ass story. Sure, sure, sure. By all means. Go and for I have it. a picture I'm going to show you all later. Okay. Before they put the nets up, mm-hmm. me and my nephew were sitting, I don't know, about four or five rows back directly behind, like, first base. I mean, the home plate and third base. Okay. Fucking pop fly pops out. I caught it with my bare hands. No shit. I swear. And I had my... My nephew's sitting there, and something told me, like, have your phone ready. Yeah. I took the picture, and I looked on my nephew's face. We were on Sports Center and everything. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, I swear. That's and then, I mean, awesome. when I say every time they pop the ball towards us, fans came from everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and I think my nephew still has that fucking ball. That's like one of the I've, proudest uncle moments ever. I've caught foul balls and shit during uh, batting practice. Never caught one during a game. Dude, and it came That's to me in, like, I, like, slow I want that motion. So much. I mean, it was like, and I was like, Catch the ball or get hit in the nose. Catch <laughs> yeah, the ball. And I reached up and grabbed that fucker, and my hand stung for about three days. Yep, that's going to happen. <laughs> you gotta take Damn right. Yeah, Especially yeah. on TV, you got to handle like a man. Oh, like, oh yeah. this doesn't fucking hurt. And you're like, turn around and like, they cried in the bathroom. <laughs> I was like, come on, let's go get this thing on the ground. goddamn hand. I'm just holding this ice cold beer for a minute. Don't mind me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was great. I'm always, I'm always jealous of the guys who have those cool catches, like the ones that catch in their beer or the yeah. or if the bat goes flying off a player's hands. The or guy's like, like one one. Yeah. He's like holding, yeah. The one dude's like holding his baby and a beer, drops the baby kind of, catches the ball, catches the baby again. Look badass. The whole time, the whole like, time the mother's like, you motherfucker. That baby, that's a whole different news story we're watching. Yeah, I mean, hold his hand. It's like, what are you going through? A split second thinking, beer, baby, ball, beer. What's the most important part here? Get another baby and another beer, arguably. But how about that fucking ball? You got one shot at that ball, oh, right? for sure. <laughs> and it's embarrassing because you don't get it. Some kid's going to get it. And you look, yeah, yeah and these kid's way faster. You think you really drop that baby trying to beat the kid. Right, right, sure. And sure. Not, only, clusterfuck, right? not only kids get balls taken, apparently old men, because uh, Dave says Chipper tried to catch a foul ball and Dave took it from him. Oh, so, shit. Uh, you let Dave take, take a ball from you? Well, in Chipper's defense, he had to get up. He had to grab his walker. You know, it's a whole thing. <laughs> He's a very old man. <laughs> shit What's happens. up, Gribs? How you doing, brother? <laughs> Uh, all right, so yes, yeah, so the Guardians, to me personally, it's a playoff appearance is nice, but I, I don't know if, if I'm, I'm, not, I'm not throwing a parade. Well, I think I saw the other day, if they beat the White Sox and then they beat the Twins just one more game each, mm-hmm. then mathematically, based on whatever the new playoff format is, they hold the tie, and then they automatically get themselves at least guaranteed into the wild card game no matter what. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I didn't see that. The only thing I saw is that our magic number is 18 right now. It's 18 now, but mm-hmm. they were talking about like if it comes down to a tie or something, like they yeah, come yeah. close to records at the end of the of the season, they hold the tiebreaker against both those teams if they beat each of the teams one more time. So, okay. I mean, whatever. It is again, what it It'll is. be cool to see the, the playoffs, but as we've seen the last couple of weeks when we played playoff teams, like, such as the Mariners and uh, who who before them, the Yankees, we didn't play too long ago, got our asses kicked. Here's the only thing looking in our favor is we get into a wild card scenario. We're playing probably Seattle. We're playing one of those whatever teams, and then that's a three-game series, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I think right? It is. Wild yeah, card. If I'm not mistaken. So when we beat them, we're playing, then we'll be paired up against the Yankees, which we notoriously know the Yankees don't do well in the first round of playoffs. Unless they're playing us. That That's also true. Because right. for whatever reason, Shane Bieber gets hit like fucking batting practice when he's pitching to the Yankees in the playoffs. We just got to hope for dude, some. Well, it was the Cy Young year. He wins the Cy Young first game of the playoffs. He goes and gets fucking shellacked by the Yankees. <laughs> I mean, they had like four home runs off him in like two innings. What was that season where the, uh, was it the Nats or the uh, the Midget, the Midge came? Oh, the, the Midges? Yeah, the Midges that came and attacked uh, the Chamberlain. Oh, back in the day. The that was way that was, back in the day. That was, that was awesome. Like, Shit, I was I might have been in high school for that or something. Off. It was like two thousand like ten or some shit. Okay, like that. I was out of high school. I mean, you're old, but not that old. I'm just kidding. I couldn't remember what year it was. I knew it was close. I graduated in 07, so it's I'm not even it was 40 close yet, so 
Suck my ass. Let's go. I know you're almost Jeez. 50. That's and I'm like, hey, I graduated in 1996. <laughs> oh, shit. I wasn't even a freshman then. Come on, man. I don't need this shit for y'all. I was, <laughs> I was in elementary school, so. Need this shit. Come here to get abused by the likes of you people talking well, about balls. Since you're so old, if you fall over, I got you on this just side. He's got you on that side. Jeez, so. yeah. Okay. Hey, just don't drop me. Just catch that fucking ball. Tim and myself catch the ball. Hold it down the ball for the young hell. folks hey, out there. listen, man. Us, us guys in our, our early I, 30s. I think, Tim Tim's young, I think Tim's the youngest one here. I think so, right? We're we're the same age, but you're a little younger. Uh, yeah, by like a month. I'm month 33. Birthdays in March. Oh uh, yeah, five months. Oh no shit. Okay, yeah, yeah. You are the youngest. Oh, you babies. It's okay. Feels nice. Feels nice, boys. And I'm the oldest fucker. Here. 50, well, as you 52? guys can see at home, we don't discriminate. We do allow antiques on the show with us, and here we are. <laughs> here we are. I can't relate to nobody, but Jose Canseco and Mark McGuire. I'm talking baseball with guys who saw it from the very first game of baseball. He loves Babe Ruth because he was there for yeah. Babe Ruth. Was, hey, I'm talking about I'm used to old-school leather fucking helmet football, buddy. And 23 rounds of bare-knuckle boxing. He remembers when the Browns won the championship back in the 60s. Yep. Great, oh, yeah. great yeah. taught Jackie Robinson everything he knew. Run, motherfucker, run! <laughs> Get your, you better fucking run. They're going to kill us if you don't, goddammit. He wore the number 42 because that's how old Grape was when he went to the Major League Baseball. So it was I an honor of Grape. I balls to get my balls kicked in by these fuckers, huh? We're talking, we're talking about balls and busting balls. And, yeah, yeah. and old balls. How about that? Yes. Very old, dusty balls. All right. We are going to recap week Sit one of the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Thursday night, Bills-Rams. A lot of people thought Super Bowl preview. Um, if that's the case, then the NFC has a lot of explaining to do because the Rams looked like ass. However, <laughs> when we did our picks, I called it. I said the Rams are going to go out there. They're getting the banner drop. They're celebrating a championship. Yeah, they're going to be too the Bills in the are moment. still pissed off about how they lost to the Chiefs. The Bills are coming out, and they want to prove and make a point to the world that they're a legit team, and they did just that because well, I think everybody and their brother has the Bills as the number one power rank. Team they're, right now. They're, the first yeah, half absolutely. of that game was kind of back and forth, you know, give and take. But I think Buffalo just stuck to what was working. Yeah, I mean, Allen and he just kept on chipping like, and chipping and chipping, and they finally like everything paid off. 10. Yeah, he was looking great, threw a couple touchdowns, yeah. and then the one interception was definitely not his fault. It was a drop ball, right? And then he threw a bad pass. All yeah. of a sudden, you're like, oh, Josh Allen's making some turnovers, maybe not MVP after all. And then they figured it out. They were fine. Did you see that notorious Jalen Ramsey tweet come back up to resurface that it talked about? When oh, he, where he said, like, he Josh, shit on Josh, Josh Allen when he got drafted. Like yeah. He said, this guy's not going to be And they said the that NFL. he had perfect, like, a perfect passer rating against, against uh, yeah. Jalen Ramsey anytime he was targeted. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, of course, is known as one of the best corners in football. He does get smoked every now and then. He's getting a little older. I also give him a lot of credit because he was injured. They didn't even think he would be able to play on Thursday. He manned up and went out there. Did he hurt his team? Kind of looks like it. Um Oh, we got Dave. 1998, he graduated. Jeez. Man, I was nine years old. <laughs> looks his age, though. Mm -hmm. Dave, you, gra you, you graduated right. in 98? I at least thought 88 for you, hey, man. Hey, Omar, Jasmine, hey, y'all. Thanks for joining us. These guys are great. You should tune in to them every week. Hell yeah, thank you. All right. Uh, yeah, so the Bills beat the Rams easily, 31-10. to 10. I mean, that was a nice game. Thursday night, everybody gets to go to bed early and get up for work. Uh, then we go to Sunday. Where the real shit started. Upset special. It was a very I mean, interesting Sunday. It really was because I, I, I do, uh, you didn't hear it from me, I do illegal online sports gambling. It's not legal in Ohio. So I'm out it's there not making, illegal. I mean, it's legal on the site you're doing yeah, it on. It's, it's frowned upon. We'll put it that way. Uh, I like to do parlays <laughs> where I pick like four or five games and, you know, they all have to hit. Yeah, I shit the butt of my parlays. So. And I was sitting pretty. 
until the upset started happening. I had one game that totally fucked me, and that was the Giants going for two against the Tennessee Titans. Hey, if they didn't win that game, I win my parlay. Hell of a ballsy call on that one, though. So, so I got a question. I sure. want to say in January, mm-hmm. January they're going to actually have a— Yeah, not, it's going to be legal in Ohio. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm going to hit that fucking casino and like a madman. The casino's going under renovation right now. It's already they're being ready built. for the sports book. The queue already has a—so yep. if you've been downtown lately, it, it, in front of the queue, they have an entire section that's already built out to be a sports book that will be open, I think, like— 14 hours a day that won't have any connection to the queue. You can still walk into the queue if there's a game going on, but you can go to there anytime, anytime you want to. So they're gonna have their own sports book going on. The one at the Jacksino is gonna have like kind of like a circa, like a circa feel. It's gonna have like the lounging chairs, big screen TVs. You can place your bets on where you're sitting at if you want to. Yeah, it's all gonna be decked the fuck out. But January one midnight, as soon as the ball drops. It opens. I know there's a bunch of bars that are like really close to my house that they've already uh, signed up to get the sports booking yep. at their place. Yep. So I can just go right down the street, have a couple beers, bet on sports. Or, I can't, I can't or wait. you can just open up the app and download yeah. and, and submit your bets through DraftKings, FanDuel, whatever you want to. probably blow through my savings. My wife's going to leave me. <laughs> oh, you that's know? the fear of every that's person. The, that's going to be your new baseball card. That's type, the man. American dream, man. That's what you do. You that's just, that's you always like the big red flag that everyone's afraid of. Is, oh, they're, they're going to they're gonna blow. Who cares? You become a horrible degenerate gambler and you just lose everything. That's a you problem. Or when you hit. Or you do great. And when you, your life man, changes. That's what I'm looking listen, for. Listen, I was a I was a Nevada resident for 20 plus years. Were you really? Oh yeah, I've only been there once. Vegas. So we have party Friday, Saturday night, and everybody and their mom was at a different sport book: Real City, Circus Circus, Calneva. Dude, I went to and Caesars. I, I sat at Caesars and I watched sports all fucking day. I yeah, loved it. Yeah. I mean, There's no windows. I, yeah. I didn't look at my watch. I didn't know how long I was there. The, the free air, drinks. The, oh, that's the best. The part. air smelled oh, different. You just felt in heaven while you're there. Like this is life it's right so now. It's so great. I was the fucking edibles and shit because uh, weed's legal there. Yeah. Oh, I love Vegas. <laughs> was, gotta love it. Do you love smoke it. weed in the casino? No, but you can not actual weed. But I, I was using the vape. The vape. Yeah. yeah, you can vape. I was in hitting those everywhere. I mean, oh go God. to a CBS. I was buying tall boys, walking around everywhere. Oh, that was the best. Because they don't sell liquor on the strip. You got to go into like the liquor stores that's in like the malls or the casinos. Yeah. yeah, I was just buying tall boys. I was yeah, so fucking high. <laughs> I got the sunglasses on. I just got a beer in my hand, did man. You, I was did you go like... to the pool spe- uh, sports bar? No, I didn't get to go uh, to that. I'll, 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 I'll be there in November. Boy. My buddy at work told me about it. It's going to be like a thousand degrees. Yeah, the swim up stadium there. They have layers. It's so nice. He showed me all the pictures. I wasn't able to make it though. I was there for the NFL draft, so the main Las Vegas Boulevard was pretty much blocked off. They weren't allowing traffic, so I couldn't get an Uber to get anywhere. It was kind of a pain in the ass. My cousin lives like five minutes from the stadium right there. Like It was a bitch getting through there when they were building it. Yeah. Just the traffic and shit. It's nuts. I mean, I've never seen traffic like that. Jeez, no. I mean, like, now you got UFC, you got everything else, but NFL Sundays in Vegas. Oh, it was insane. (laughs) Just being there for the draft was nuts. Like I said, they literally had, if you wanted to walk in the middle of the street, you could. They weren't allowing traffic. Yeah. And it was just wall-to-wall people. Everybody, when you're in Vegas, like when you're a resident, everybody knows you go to your neighborhood casino and do everything. You don't go yeah. to the strip. You stay off the strip. The strip is not for the locals. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Yeah, no, stay. We don't go there. I ended up, I actually did get to go to Old Vegas and hung out at like the Golden Nugget and all but that yeah, shit. Yeah, that's where I it's cool it. at. Oh, yeah. I won big. I love oh, yeah, That was yeah, my favorite. That's why I told people to go get off the strip it's and so go down to downtown. You're just yeah. having so much more fun. You're going to see a bum fighter too. It's great. I, I <laughs> recommend That's where we're staying. We're staying at the uh, downtown Grand in, uh, oh, right by Fremont Street. Fremont Street experience. Yeah, I was at the Mirage and then we went to old vegas for the night it was fucking awesome dude i loved it yeah, zip line yep the zip line big right over screen, you right yep. across the big screen it was sick dude oh, i loved yeah. it yeah fuck yeah all right well speaking of vegas good game between them and the uh chargers on sunday 
Yeah, I mean, it's kind of, we both picked, uh, I think, the Chargers, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I'll, uh, yeah, I don't even remember our picks from last week. So, yeah, we both took the Chargers. Obviously, we both took New Orleans. That was a nail biter. The Falcons got off to like a 26 to 3 lead. And then the. That was uh, one of my comments is like a lot of good games to start and then a lot of comebacks. Yeah, like, it was a lot crazy. of weird A lot comebacks. of like weird shit happened at the end of a lot of games. Like, I mean, you have the Giants that went for two. Yep. Who does that? Week one of the NFL. You kick the extra point. A shovel pass go for two. You play for overtime, and you hope for the best. And yeah. they said, fuck it. We're going for it. Everyone thinks we're going to lose by 100. That's we're, why he's going to be the coach of the year. I called it last week when you corrected me. Um, you didn't even have his name I right. Fuck First off, off you, said, <laughs> you said the coach of the Bills. I, I, but I said Dable. So you did because you thought he worked for the Bills. <laughs> he did, technically, but he, he has since moved on. Um. But no, I don't know if you saw his dance after they won in the but locker room. I saw part video when it was on Monday Night Football That's with why Eli he will and Peyton. not be coach of the year because he did something like that. I saw it partially on the uh, Eli and Peyton that's, Monday that's Night That's what gets broadcast. you blacklisted when you, you dance like that in an NFL locker room. Those players are like, what the fuck? We listen to this guy every week? He lost all their respect. Uh, the Chicago Bears and San Francisco 49ers, they played on one of the sloppiest fields I've ever seen. It rained like a son of a bitch in Chicago. Jesus, dude. The, the stadium, the, the grass at Soldier Field is it doesn't they reta- just it, it, they it just changed water well, they just changed it out like a week ago and they did it because the chicago uh bears they want to move to a new stadium and the city doesn't want them to so they put in new grass as like a fuck you to the bears yeah and it's it's garbage <laughs> dude I mean, I, they won justin fields did a slide on the water and it looked like he was at a water was, like that was an what, iconic what photo slide. like it where he stood up like with like him all this muddy and shit yeah. and like with the water players behind him sliding on their chest that was pretty slick what are your thoughts on that game? Are the Niners that bad of a team? Yes. Or was it a fluke because of the weather? The Niners are that fucking bad. That's kind of what I think. I think I saw... I'm a Niner fan. That's why are I'm, you really? I'm, okay. I'm a Niner fucking I fan. Think, I think like, Trey Lance kind of sucks. pretty sure I, I, look, I, saw, I, saw Jimmy, <laughs> I, saw, I saw Jimmy G in the sideline doing something like this, like just biding his time because yeah. he knows he's going in here eventually. Because I, mean, I, I can't believe you're going to ride with him. But maybe that, when the weather's sure. better. And then obviously this week they, they released Trey Sermon in the offseason, which was a shocking move. Yeah. Because they wanted to go with Elijah Mitchell. Yep. Elijah Mitchell last year was a hot rookie for them. Had some injury history. What does he do week one? Hurt. Gets hurt. Hurts his knees out for like a month or so. Yep. They're going with what? Jeff Wilson Jr., I think. Is there hot be their waiver starter. wire pickup this he week? Really, I, I picked him up in the yeah. DraftKings. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so the, the Niners are weird. I, I don't know what to expect from them. They were a game, a, a quarter away from going to the Super Bowl last year, albeit with Jimmy G as their quarterback. Week one against the Bears, who most people assume are going to be one of the worst teams in the league. They lost 19 to 10. Well, week two is going to be uh, an eye opener for both teams because the Bears now play the Packers, which we'll see if they actually are a decent team against the Packers. And then I think what the 49ers play the Seahawks this week, right? Yes. So, I mean, and yeah. My buddy, that's a Seahawks laugh fan. Laugh at he the said, Seahawks, but their defense is he okay. He said Niners by 20. He hates the, he wants the Seahawks to go 1-16. One in, one in <laughs> their only win against Russell Wilson, which they, of course, did on Monday Night Football, for those of you that don't know. Another nail-biter, right? And that's another upset, too. That's the craziest Jeez, thing. Came, I mean, Russell, you get Russell came down to the wire. I had Denver by 100 in that game. I mean, I told my buddy, I'm like, I, I'm going to bed by the end of the first quarter. When I turned it on, I saw Gino's perfect like perfect pass rating. I'm like, what the fuck's going on right now? It was now? a twilight world, a twilight zone over the weekend. <laughs> Guys that I thought were going to be terrible were actually not bad. It's um, the Mandela effect. It really is. Like, there's something <laughs> off in the universe. Conspiracy think, theory. <laughs> You know it is because the Browns won with late game heroics. Yeah. That never happens in Cleveland. With a kicker. It was, it was fucking opposite world on yeah. Sunday. It was that fucking CERN. There's something it was it was me going on with Grape. That that changed everything. He opened my eyes to the lies of the world that I didn't know. He taught me so much about the Queen. At first I saw she died and I'm like, 
oh, that's kind of sad. And then he woke me up, and I'm like, fuck, they should have buried her last year. Lizzie's they should have buried the her. Box. Lizzie's in the box. He that's what those so guys are yeah, fucking, yeah. yeah, Lizzie's in the box. He opened my those eyes, and, and the world has changed for me. I'm a new man. <laughs> did, you, did you see, and just to get off topic, we're going world, world topics now. Did you see it. as they were walking down? Uh, the street and uh, fucking people in like I think Scotland were screaming they, at Prince Andrew, fucking, yeah. fucking pervert, yeah. can't touch her. Like they were I'm, screaming at him. I mean, it's not like they caused a great potato famine or anything. Was it, right? <laughs> <laughs> fucking guys, that's the, I mean, it was the greatest thing ever. Not to get off the topic. No, I'm no, you're like, fine. The Queen dying was the greatest thing ever. Was that too? Oh, okay. I watched the soccer <laughs> game, right? And yeah. they were literally chanting, "Lizzie's in the box." Lizzie's in the box. They love. I mean, that's they big shit talk right there. That doesn't yeah, even happen in America. Wow. In America, we all pretend to be civil when it comes to like sports. We they, pretend to be civil. They was making Until, up the queen like, the third quarter, then people get beers, and then you see the videos on. Uh, Did you what see is the it? Lions? Did you see the fighting. Lions game afterwards? No. Oh, do you get to watch it go on Twitter? Fans? Oh yeah, okay. right after the Lions game, fans were beating the shit out of each other. Just Detroit fans fighting each other. I mean, not that you're surprised you by this. You know what? That's, that's fair. I could see that. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. The, the, the Lions have had a, a rough handful of years. So I can only imagine the uh, the amount of animosity between even the fans. And that was a close game for them. They made it interesting at the end there. My brother they did? My brother-in-law, El Marcel, said the Browns is winning nine games. We'll see about that, bro. Nine, I mean, I nine total? That, I, I would take a nine and eight. That might backdoor us into the playoffs, to be honest. Yeah, it really depends. I mean, again, there's teams that I thought were going to be really good that, that lost this week. I get it. It's only week one, but you, a good thing for us was the Steelers winning. Truthfully, as a Browns fan, I'm happy that the Steelers won because they beat the Bengals, who I think are the better team, who if the Browns get their shit together and get Deshaun Watson back and can make the playoffs, the Bengals will be the ones in their way, not the Steelers, if I had to take a guess. And they lose T.J. Watt, which, again, hate. I, I don't support injuries for players. He tore his booby muscle. Yeah, I, I don't like to root for players getting hurt, but shit happens, and they lost their best player. I mean, I, th I think that's their heart and soul on defense. Uh, Cam Hayward's getting older. He was a little banged up. Minka Fitzpatrick had to literally do everything. Their offense looked atrocious. Uh, the he can't Bengals, be everywhere out there, though. What's that? He can't be everywhere out there, Exactly. Though. And, and I mean, if the Bengals didn't lose their uh, long snapper, they win that game a lot by, by a lot because they just had to opt to not kick. What was up with Joe Burrow? Bad play calling, or is it just bad decision making? A little bit of both. both. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of both. Bit of uh, I saw the four yeah. interceptions like, uh-oh. <laughs> I mean, I've said it all along, and I remember talking about it before the Super Bowl when we were on uh, – we did the roundtable thing with, with all the guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, I said I think the Bengals have, like, a fluke going on. I don't think they're that good. So, so that goes where we come into the question. Now. Okay, well, you see that as a coach. Yeah. You see these guys throwing four interceptions. Do you decide to move it to the ground now? So your four, your mistakes will come from this guy fucking up. Throwing the well, the problem with that was they couldn't run the ball because uh, they were down like 20 to yeah. 3 early and they had to try to make a comeback. So they were able to do it and Burrow threw a couple touchdowns. He got his shit together. Okay. But what? So it's it, weird. It, it makes you wonder was it just a fluky start? Because again, look at Josh Allen. Josh Allen had two quick picks in the game against sure. the Rams, then got it together. Well, I just think back to the fact that before last year, mm -hmm. people were calling for Zach Taylor's head because they weren't, oh, yeah. they weren't happy with him. And we joked, I think, when we were recording in your basement at the time. That he needed to come out and have like a Super Bowl winning type yeah, season. Yeah, he did. I said he's on the and hot seat. And he came and did it. Now he's got the. I think he got the extension they gave last him an year. Extension, didn't he? But yeah. I mean, an extension in the NFL for a head coach right. doesn't mean shit. But uh, what I'm saying anything. is, it's it's what have you done for me lately in the NFL? It's sure. not what what did you do last year. So and they tied it up with two seconds left. Touchdown to Jamar Chase. But because their long snappers hurt, they had to bring in their backup. He fucked the snap up, and they missed the extra point. Then in overtime, game winning kick. The new snapper fucked the snap up. Yep. The the placeholder turned it. Face laces, laces out. <laughs> he laces out. Evan McPherson botched the fucking kick. Have we uh, not watched Ace Ventura before? Right? Laces you would out, think. Pink. Laces out. 
It's the number one rule of sports, and they had the laces face in the wrong way, and it cost them the game. Again, I'm happy the Bengals lost. Um, TJ Watt got hurt. I won't again. I don't. I don't sure. celebrate players getting hurt, but it I, helps. I, I'm, I'm okay if somebody's he comes back. Somebody's audio's on. Sorry. What's that? Somebody's audio's on. Like, and it's, it's, mm, um, I don't know where he's. Great to I, honestly, here. I thought it's it was okay. coming out of a headphone. Old guys. So old, guys <laughs> old guys and technology yeah, over here. Smartphones. Yeah. Graves got like, that jitterbud <laughs> phone over here. He's like, where's that yeah, volume button at over here? Siri, turn the shit down, please. I'm okay with him missing a month, six weeks, whatever he's missing, because that just gives Miles a chance to get out in front of that league. And that's the other thing, too, is he is – He's projected to be out six to eight weeks because he's going to try to let his pec heal naturally without surgery, which is a dangerous move because he could, sure. A, come back a little too early, and B, fuck it up even could, more. Could tear it worse coming back. One, that's one that's my big hit, fear yeah. with a player that tries to come back too early, especially late in the season. Let's see where the Steelers are at in eight weeks. If if they're, you know, two and seven or something like that when TJ Watt's ready point to come back. back yeah. Exactly. I tell him, dude, shut it down. I'm not risking you long term for next season. I need you. Yep. Um, but you never know. You know, we'll see what happens with them. Those Watts. Seem all all to... in all, though, very interesting first week of football. Yeah, I mean, you have a tie, Colts and the Texans. <laughs> that division. There was a tie, <laughs> a tie in the AFC. Oh and one, oh and one, and oh oh one. And fully against <laughs> ties in sports. Yeah, I hate fight it. this shit out. I hate it. Exactly. Yeah, something. something. Yeah. Put them in a cage. I don't care what you have to do after the Put game. The fucking coin. Yeah. Jeez. I'm okay with that too. Thumb wrestle. Give me something. Yeah, I, yeah, you can't end yeah. in a tie. If you ain't it's first, you last. Damn so right. Ricky Bobby it, taught Ricky me that. Bobby. <laughs> you have got a uh, cougar in the car. And I'll just, I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. Coming at you like a spider monkey. <laughs> Being in your ass, Chip. Dolphins beat you the my shit best out of the Patriots. Why am I still talking to you? I love that part when he signed up. On <laughs> what do I do with my hands? What do I do with my hands? My hands are just right here right now. I don't understand what's going on. Help me, Tom Cruise. <laughs> Help me, Oprah. Help me. Help me. <laughs> don't you put that evil on me, Ricky, Ricky Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> How many lines can we quote of Talladega Nights? All of them. We can fucking sit here and reenact that movie right yeah, now, I bet. What do you mean? We got about an hour 15. We can just run through the script of Talladega Nights. I'm Nights. running from the top with a little backdoor action for the Browns. How about it? <laughs> I love that movie. Right. Great. Uh, the Ravens beat the shit out of the, uh, the yeah. Jets, who we're facing this week. Uh, Joe Flacco and the Jets looked terrible. Score was 24 to 9. It wasn't even that close. It was like 24 to 3 for the longest time. Then the Ravens got a late, got the ball goal, or a late touchdown. Um, Jets looked terrible, though. Yeah, they got their ass reamed. That, that's, the only thing I'll, I'll talk is, more about this at the end. Yeah, or someone will. We'll break down the game. But to come. I, I'm a little bit of a, a little bit afraid that the Jets are going to come in and kind of smack us a little hard right out the gates, just because I think of the ass reaming they got last week at the end of that game. It's an interesting. It's an interesting. But uh, but uh, yeah. what is it? Six or did it move? Six. Yeah. yeah Joe, Joe Flacco. I mean, he's always played us well, but I mean, he's going to throw the ball. He you know? did, but that was. I mean, we're talking back when you know you guys. We're in your 30s when Joe Flacco played last. That was that long ago. I mean, it's you, been a long you time. You were still in your 30s, too, when he played for the, the, yeah, the Ravens. No, 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 no. Stick this and that is fine. Lamar, Lamar Jackson's been in the league for four years. 33 minus four. I was in my 20s. Shut so Joe Flacco and he's wasn't. good at math. <laughs> pretty sure. Pretty sure Fl- wasn't uh No, sorry. We're not going to get to it. Moving on. <laughs> uh, the Vikings beat the hell out of the Packers. As I predicted, I said the Packers are going to come out flat. Aaron Rodgers was without Alan Lazard. He was without both of his tackles. They looked terrible. The Vikings actually looked like a really, really good team because the Packers' defense was supposed to be pretty good, and Justin Jefferson torched them. I mean, well, I mean, this is what happens when you have receivers who won't catch the fucking ball either. I should have brought my Jay Genie hat because remember when I said Justin Jefferson's going to win Offensive Player of the yep. Year? That motherfucker went out and dominated yeah. on Sunday. Well, Kirk Cousins, I mean, it's, I mean it's early. He's, Kirk Cousins is always that guy. He's going to he's gonna do what he does. He's going to get you the ball. He's going to make good passes. 
statistically, Kirk Cousins is going to just be there. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that was under Gary Kubiak. Co- well, not Gary Kubiak. Um, no, it was, um, what's his face? Zimmer. Glasses, yeah. Not glasses, but the older guy who's dating the young hot bitch. Yeah, Z- Z- Zimmer, Zimmer, isn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. Zimmer, yeah. Um, She's hot this too. was Kevin O'Connell's first too. game as a head coach for the Vikings, and Kevin O'Connell's offense yeah. is very pass-friendly. Right. So that's why my prediction for Justin Jefferson was that, because I thought they're going to let Kirk Cousins loose, not to say that he's a great quarterback, but Kirk Cousins, without being kind of shut down by Zimmer, is going to get the ball to Justin Jefferson yep. a lot, and that's exactly what he did. They dominated. I mean, what the hell were the Packers thinking letting Justin Jefferson be wide open? There was some. I mean, he was wide open across the middle multiple times. Yeah. I mean, there's no there's no disgusting. catching him. But, I mean, but you saw how many times the uh, brick hands of the receiving, receiving core of the Packers just missed the ball. Yeah, right? they got a lot of rookies. They got, you know, it's Randall how many Cobb, times, Sammy how many Watkins, times could rookies. Rodgers put the ball in your, in your, your bread basket there yeah. and you not catch it. Yeah, I mean— they need Alan Lazard back in the worst way, and I, well, I, think I don't he's even know if that's week. enough. I think he's back this he's week. He still didn't practice, so we'll see. Okay. He's listed as questionable. I've got him on one of my fantasy teams. Uh, the Chiefs beat the hell out of the Chargers. The Chargers did not look good. or uh, uh, The Cardinals, I'm sorry. I'm looking down at the other game. Uh, Chiefs beat the hell out of the Cardinals. Um, I, I think that's expected. I just think the Chiefs are a powerhouse team. They're, they're my prediction to go to the Super Bowl in the AFC. Are they a better team without Tyreek Hill? Uh, tough to say. I mean, Tyreek Hill is one of those guys where – this game never got to see that 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 moment where you need that speed. Sure. They didn't need it. They, it was a blowout. They were dominating from the get-go. In the game against Buffalo, I don't think uh, the Chiefs can win that game without Tyreek Hill. They needed that speed and that, that breakaway ability. I mean, Juju's so him, fast, too. He's not, he not Tyreek fast. but That's the thing. I, I need to see them in a, a two-minute situation. Yeah. I need to see you know one minute with no timeouts. What can Mahomes do? Because with Tyreek Hill, you throw that bomb to Cheetah, and you're getting yourself close to a field goal at least. Um, I don't know if that's going to be the case without yeah. him, but only time will tell. Uh, Buccaneers Cowboys Sunday night, real fucking snoozer of a game. I'm not going to lie, I turned it off and I watched House of Dragon. Um, great episode. Kyle hasn't seen it yet. No spoilers. She uh, died in the end. Yeah, yeah. They all yeah, die. It's only a four episode show, they and that was die. the final episode of all time, or three episodes. I don't even know what episode we're on. Um, like I said, the only thing I heard was it's spicy. A little, uh, very much so. Very spicy. They have a new show that's similar to that called. Our- Reptile that or the uh, it's something, but it's I they have one. There's one episode on. Hmm. Fucking good. What's it on? What is that? Ebony that was on. Do you remember Amazon Prime? Maybe that new show that we watched the other night that reminded me of uh, the Lord of the Rings song. one. No, no, no. no okay, one. but I, 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 Serpent, Serpent Queen. Serpent Queen. Serpent oh, never heard of it. I have to look that up. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, no oh, I've seen the trailer. Oh, I've seen the trailer. Oh, yeah. Okay. If you're into that kind of shit, I've seen, yes. the, I've yeah. seen the trailer. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Adding that to my that, list. Let's make a note it. of that. Yeah. Serpent King. Let's yeah. do that. Uh, Sunday Queen. Night Serpent Queen. Got oh, it. Serpent Queen. Okay. Um, Dak Prescott. 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 Hurt. Prescott. And surprise, surprise. Yeah. I mean, hurt his thumb. He's out at least, what, like four to six weeks, they're saying, possibly more. They looked terrible with him. They looked even worse without him. Uh, my buddy's a Cowboys fan, and I'm asking him. I'm like, you know, I, I turned the game off for an hour or so to watch uh, House of the Dragon, and I'm like, what the hell's up with your team, the Cowboys? You, is, are the Bucks just that good on defense? And he's like, no, our offense just looks like shit. Their uh, their offensive line sucked. Their coaching was was terrible. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott was averaging about six yards a carry. He had about 50 yards around halftime, and they stopped carrying the ball. Yeah, they ran it like 10 times. 
I, I don't think they know what to do with him and Pollard in the backfield because no, he only it's ran it it's two Mike more. McCarthy problem. He only ran it two more times more than Pollard did. Yeah, you know, Mike McCarthy like, is is speaking of a coach that's on the hot seat this year. Last year we talked about Zach Taylor. This year it's Mike McCarthy. No questions asked. Jerry Jones has only fired a coach once midseason. Is it going to happen again? And I think it's Absolutely. before you know it, it's going to be him. What do we got from Chipper here? Dak and Zeke haven't done shit since they got paid. I agree completely. I mean, Zeke hasn't been the same well, player. That's not true. That's... that's not true. Um, Zeke threw a hell of a boat party after he got paid. True. <laughs> and, and Dak, there was Dak lots decided of to do a QB sneak last year and boat. cost the Cowboys a playoff win. So Dak's got that going for him. So they've done stuff. Yeah, they've done it stuff. might not be on the field, but they've yeah. done stuff. It, it might be infamous, but it's something. Uh, Monday Night Football, though. Broncos and Seahawks, the Russell Wilson return. Uh, this was something I kind of teased with Kyle last week. We didn't have time to talk about, so we'll brush on it here for a minute or two as we reach the halfway mark almost. Um, quarterbacks, yeah. changing teams. Why were Browns fans so enamored with Baker when Tom Brady has left New England? He's been in Tampa for three years, won a Super Bowl. Life has gone on. Russell Wilson, now with the, with the uh, Broncos, got booed. The fans were okay with him being gone. I know a lot of Seahawks fans that now hate him because he's gone. Browns fans cannot get over Baker Mayfield. I, Why is that? I know the answer, but I'll let Grape go first. Go ahead. I think that they had such high expectations for him. He did such a crappy job. Oh, sure. They're like, we need to kick the shit out of this guy a little bit more. But no, they know. love Baker still. Yeah, but yeah, that's what I don't like understand. It's like the love to hate thing. Like, yeah. I hate that I fucking love you, but I, I love to hate you. And I love to hate him. That's that bipolar shit that Cleveland is I think so that is. At, yeah? But I mean, yeah, you, you have Russell Wilson who's gone. And again, the dude has played at an MVP level. Hall of Fame quarterback, more than likely. Won them a Super Bowl. Should have won them, too, if Pete Carroll knew how to fucking coach. And they booed the shit out of him. There was, they yeah. have jerseys that have, like, traitor on the back of it. They're talking shit. They're booing him. They hate him. There was one point in Baker's tenure in Cleveland that solidified him as the statue we need to build person. Do you know what that moment was? Uh, was it beating the Steelers in the playoffs? Nope. It had nothing to do with football. Oh, uh. All that pussy you got? Yeah, cheesecake. cheesecake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's when he took the two beers at a Guardians game, mm, I, I crushed them together, shotgunned them in front of everyone, and the entire Cleveland fan base said, "One of us." Yeah, that's true. Which and, and they just at that enough, at that point, everyone's like, "I need to have his babies." What they didn't know was that Baker sitting in the stands with fans chugging beer, saying he's one of us, meant he literally should be doing that on Sundays and not playing football because he's oh, not a very good yes. quarterback. We, we know that now, but I'm saying that moment right there, that, that moment was replayed and replayed and replayed over and over and over that. again. That's how little I gave a shit about I, it. Had the, mustache, that, had the porn go stash going on. He caught the beer with one hand. For me, I am a strictly, it. what are you doing on the field for me? And I don't give a fuck about Baker chugging beers on the sideline and I'm all just that. saying I, that I, moment the right there in time is really like, I forgot yes. about it, honestly, but that's a good point. I'm chugging that fucking ball down the field for some positive yardage, asshole. Yeah, that's and all Baker's I care got about. a hell of an arm. He just never gets it to the right team. Yeah, I mean, he, <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's got a hell of an arm. If if the offensive linemen were about you know the size of Muggsy Bogues, because yeah. he fucking can't throw over anybody. That was one of the comments I saw. Is like after all these years, he finally learned how to throw it to a Browns player when we intercepted him on Sundays. Yeah, like, that's honestly finally he, found the right jersey. That was my joke. I'm like, he's so used to throwing to him. That's yeah. why he threw it right to Delpit. Because like, when he threw that slant that Delpit intercepted. The camera angle, I couldn't tell that it was such a fucking bad throw. All I saw was a wide-open Panther, and I'm like, oh, shit, here's a big play. And it just went right past him, right to Delphi. Yep. I'm like, that's the Baker I know and love. The receiver's just like, oh. And he's like, oh, this is why they hated him. He watched the ball <laughs> <laughs> That's but great. Yeah, so that was my thing with the quarterbacks. It's just weird to me that Browns fans can't move on. No. Like, 
We're also the, a fickle fan base, so we don't let shit go easy. let Russell Wilson go. They traded yeah. him. There's obviously bad blood between Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson and the whole Seahawks organization. He won them a Super Bowl. He was a great guy. They traded him, and they have nothing at quarterback. I mean, Geno Smith is a fucking has-been. He's a you know career backup journeyman quarterback. We got rid of Baker for a potential Hall of Famer, a potential MVP candidate, and Deshaun Watson. That's a major upgrade. Absolutely. How could a fan base not be just ecstatic about that? It made no sense to me. We've talked about it the whole offseason, um, how much better the Browns are now with Deshaun Watson, yep. how much better off they are. Uh, I'm just happy that that chapter's over. I'm happy we won, uh, even though it was a close one. Losing that game would have been miserable, I it, think. I would not want to have turned on this, any kind of local week, sports there is talk absolutely no sports talk in my life if Baker would have won that game. No <laughs> fucking chance. <laughs> Um, and even even though we still won the conversation, at least for Monday and Tuesday, has been who played better, Jacoby or Baker? Like, well, first off, one isn't a starter for one team. Another is an actual backup who just happens to be starting right now. So, like, it's hard to compare the two. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I'm just – I'm glad it's over. I'm glad we won. More power to Baker. I wish him well. It is what it is. I hope he plays his best, which, you know, as we all know, isn't very good. But, uh, you know, here's hoping something happens for him and he gets a nice contract. Or he retires and he goes to commentary and does all that fun shit. More power to him. While chugging beers. That's it. He could chug beers with everybody. One of us. Be one of the, one the, of the man us. of the people. I heard a, a wild joke from a, a Steelers fan today. Um, somebody who was checking a Steelers fan in. He had a Steelers hat on. And they was like, oh, I was going to help you and, until you you came in with the Steelers fan. He was like, oh, I just came in for a massage, and I lost it. <laughs> oh, that was great. Dirty motherfuckers. <laughs> That's a joke that will never get old. No, I mean, yeah, my buddy's sending me the, the new Browns logo thing came out. He's sending me one with the, the Bill Cosby photoshopped over Deshaun Watson's face as the logo yeah. in the middle. He's also a Jets fan, I've so I gave that. it back to him. I've I mean, I've seen that, it yeah. all. For me, I'm I'm immune to this shit. I don't care. The jokes don't Every one of my fantasy football teams has changed the rub and tugs and some massage yep. parlor picture. Yep. It's picture so I mean, a lot of people are calling him buy into uh, it. Massage Watson instead of Deshaun Watson. Like He's got all these nicknames. It is what it is. I At don't least care. we know he's going to come back after week 11 and be really stretched out and ready to go. He is so. going to be so loose. Totally relaxed. In yeah. The I can be loose. Yeah. Very, very relaxed. It's it's weird. He, he's going to be drained, but not in, like, the emotional sense, yeah, yeah. if that makes sense. If it, yeah. <laughs> he will have no built-up frustration. All right, we are going to do a couple quick news stories, and then we are going to take a break. A, new, First, a news segment. A quick news segment. You know, I've always said when, when we came to Studio 2, my goal and my vision was to do, like, the weekend update on SNL. I love having the news desk. We have the visuals, everything. I love it. So let's get right into it. And uh, the first story of the day Kyle gave it to me today, so let's get right to it. The world, of ch uh, the world of chess, they are still feeling the tremors after United States chess grandmaster Hans Niemann was accused of using vibrating anal beads to cheat against number one ranked Magnus Carlsen. When we reached out to Niemann for a comment, he simply said, shove it up your ass. Look at that face. That's something. Actually him too. That's oh, that's that the guy. Of something is up that. So ass. I don't know if you saw this story, Greg. I did not. So but Kyle this is sent it to great. me today. Uh, there's a the Grandmaster Car, uh, Magnus, Magnus Carlson. Yeah. He was facing this guy uh, Hans Niemann in anal a chess match. Just anal bead guy. Yeah. 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 And he's accusing this guy of using silicone anal beads that couldn't be detected by a metal detector 
and they vibrate. Yeah. He's accusing him of having somebody hitting the remote as Morse code yep. to tell him what moves and to what make. Moves to so, so supposedly— the, And mind the, you, as far as I, I know, gotta lose that shit. there's Fuck zero that. evidence about it, right? None. He is None. just strictly—he lost. He was so pissed. He quit the tournament. And he's accusing this guy of having uh, rubber anal beads up his ass Uncle that vibrate. So, literally. Yeah, I mean, so the guy who he beat is, I guess, undefeated in chess. He, he never loses. This guy yeah. is also, technically, he's also a grandmaster as well. One of the best chess players in the world, both of these guys. Yeah. just have one that's and, a little bit better than the other. And he lost. Now it's he backed out of the tournament. Now he's accusing. Um, one of my one of my buddies actually went as far as to dig deep into the Reddit threads, and they were trying to figure out how he's doing it. And they're like, "Yeah, no, literally, he probably has something up his ass that someone's doing an advanced computer system from whatever behind the scenes and saying, hey, if you need to go to C three, you, you vibrate three times to get to C, and right. then vibrate three more times to go three. So that's third like letter, literally his ass is shaking the entire time he's playing this game. So it, I'm not going to lie to you. If they put chess such on, speculation, if they put chess on ESPN, I would probably watch it. Just and I wouldn't, that. I wouldn't even pay attention to the board because I don't know what the fuck's happening. Well, with now, chess. You're, now I, I would, would just watch if any of them are kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, it's my turn in a second. No, these, these chairs need cushions. He's shaking around a lot. That's all I'm going to be looking for. But I mean, look how upset he looks. He, he, he looks something up his ass. Definitely. That's, yeah, definitely. My understanding when this picture was taken, that was actually when they were putting the anal beads up there. That's why he looks so disgruntled. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's not happy about it at he's all. He's like, but, they do yeah. not have enough lube on those things. Not they even just at jammed all. them Somebody up. Somebody please spit on one of these motherfuckers, please. <laughs> Who thought that chess would have made it on this show? Glad Jeez. we could do it. You know what? We talked about golf. So if we're going to talk about sports that I don't uh, care about, not even fucking care about. That I don't care about, chess is definitely one of them, too. Well, can I make a declaration here, fellas? Sure. Go ahead. I know this, and I know this for a fact. From this day forth, whenever I lose, totally blame it on anal beads in the There you go. There you go. I don't care what it is. If it's basketball, I if I lose, if you don't get if you don't get show of the month next year, next month, you're going to blame whoever won for having anal beads up their ass. Absolutely. Better not be us. It's probably Lee with the anal beads up the ass based on his episodes when he was on Sugar I always wonder why Lee sh why Lee shifts in his shifts him back and forth. What the fuck in his day back there doing a Morris code? That's why. That's why Lee has to sit in the cushion chair. <laughs> Dave, Dave here trying to learn how to work the computer. Beep, 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 he Dave, go. Shit, though. He said A3. Lee, move us over to the right side. Beep, 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 beep. That's, that's why Lee spelled Tuesday wrong yesterday on the flyer because he was Dave was hitting the anal beads. <laughs> we're all going to be with our not gonna, we're not, we're No, it's all good. They, they know I bust their balls. We're not going to have a so show lot, next right. week. They love it. They you love know, it. The cable went down on my shit the week before it last. I am done for a Friday, son. <laughs> yeah, just know that if our show gets canceled, it's because of Lee's anal beads. And I'm blaming it on anal beads oh, as well. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up in news, we have another story. This one, an uh, old retired NFL player, the old gunslinger, Brett Favre. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this story. I'm so disheartened by this story. Brett Favre is being accused of taking $5 million in state welfare money from the governor of Mississippi to be used for a volleyball stadium at the University of Southern Mississippi, the same college his daughter happens to play at. Upon hearing that Brett Favre did this and that he's under investigation, Jerry Jones immediately reached out to Favre's agent for a tryout with the Cowboys because you know how much the Cowboys love some felons. Absolutely. I probably could play for the Cowboys. I'm really upset you didn't get a... <laughs> give, him a give him a call for a tryout. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, special teams. I'm really upset you didn't, you, you didn't get a photo of him wearing his Levi jeans on, on this uh, picture here. No, I wanted to keep it, I wanted to keep it waist up because we know what Brett Favre likes to do with things inside of his jeans and yeah. then send them to women without their, without, whether they want it or not. Ask Jen Sturger. Um... So yeah, we, we kept Brett Favre above the waist. But so yeah, so is, is this is this proven or is it just another accusation right now? 
uh, my understanding is it's proven. Yeah. There actually, there's leaked text messages yeah. now where he's saying, "Hey, there's no way the media is going to find out that I took I, this from uh, from the, the poor or whatever." Brett needs to stop texting. I believe. Yeah, he need. He is. You know, we joke. Speaking of old, old men about putting fucking phones. phones down. Yeah, Brett Favre needs, needs to shove that phone up his ass like an anal bead and never use it again. <laughs> and don't put it on vibrate. When you do it, Brett. <laughs> he needs no, to put like a put it on ringer, child block. Get frisky. Put it on ringer, dude. <laughs> Could you imagine every time he rings, he opens his mouth? You like, know, Brett Favre's a freaky motherfucker with all this shit he's doing. You cannot let that thing vibrate up there. Still has a hell of an arm, that dude, though. And our final news story, of course, this one came down locally here. The Cleveland Browns have unveiled their new logo going in uh, middle middle of the field. It is a different take on the brownie elf. Um, rumor has it, though, that this story or, or this this image has been ready to put on midfield for the last four or five seasons now. However, the Browns were worried that Baker Mayfield was going to mistake it for himself and either get a giant ego or get pissed off at the Browns. So they've been holding it in until Baker's gone, and now there Look, it, it is. Looks like, it looks like Baker. It is. I mean, you've seen the thing on my front porch. I have that little yeah. that wooden Baker thing. It's life-size. Um, yeah, it's true. You know, it's about two and a half a little, feet tall. A little tiny guy. Yeah. I'm getting Elf on the Shelf vibes here. I, I love I love the logo. I actually have the, uh, the old-school Elf where he's just holding the football normal. I have that tattooed yeah. on my leg. I like this with the stiff arm. I joked with my buddies that are Jets fans, and I said, this is actually what Nick Chubb's going to be doing to your fucking defense on Sunday. <laughs> so I'm like, get used to that image. Did you look in the history of the whole the Brownie Elf? I didn't. You told me that you did. Yeah, I didn't so I looked, a little to. dive deep into it. So I guess, the, obviously, the Brownie Elf has been, like, folk, folklore from way, way back. But during, the, like, the 1945 to 49 run where the Browns were really good, um, the owner back then wanted to have something to, to make the team more marketable. So they put out like a contest for people to design, you know, design something, bring it to the table. Mm -hmm. And the guy who designed it, I guess, worked for the Cleveland Plain Dealer. You know, okay. he designed the cartoonist, he designed the elf, and they used it from 1945, I believe, all the way through 60. And then in 1961, actually, when they won the championship, I believe, in actually 64, sorry, 64, um, they actually had the Brownie the Elf wearing a crown because they won the championship. Then after Art Modell bought the team, they uh, started to phase it out because he thought the brownie elf was too childish, and he wanted to get rid of it, so it was forever banished on any kind of advertising, um, never used again until recently back when uh, I think um, Al Lerner took over the team. He started bringing the, the brownie elf back into certain patches they would use in certain games and stuff like that, but kind of cool. I mean, the fact that it was locally designed and created Absolutely. Uh, and, and put it in I play. love it. I'm all for it. Absolutely. I mean, never put it on the helmet, though. I don't want to see it on the helmet. No, I agree with that, but I'm just happy to see an actual logo. Yeah. I, I, I do wish they would have colored the end zone. I'm sure. I don't know if you guys saw the pictures yeah, of the full like, field. It's just normal like last year. Uh, it, it's pretty boring in the end zone. It just says, like, Cleveland Browns, whatever. Yeah. It's nothing special. But it is nice to see a logo. I mean, we are the only team in the league without an actual logo. Our, sure. our logo is a helmet, which I think is one of the dumbest fucking things in the world. And, the, and depending on what the people, the people brown. love the, the elf. They love yes. him. Put him on everything. That's, yeah, that's and nice depending one. on what broadcast is playing a Browns game, it looks like a rabbit. So the Browns helmet. Yeah, it does. I saw that. <laughs> it's, it's like the Mandela effect thing. Like once you see it, you'll never not see it. It's so like, I it, forget. It was like, that was like a rabbit holding a walker or something yeah, it, last it year or whatever. It completely yeah. fucking ruined the, uh, the, uh, the, the logo for me, which yeah. I always hated. I don't like the helmet. I mean, I think it's stupid. Every team wears a fucking helmet. Why is your logo a helmet? Do something creative. So here's my thing. I, I was always under the impression that Browns was like the dogs, like the dogs. So I don't. So the elf, that, 
that's good right us. yeah no it's it's awesome to learn it's i fuck me up I've i don't know where the, i don't know where the dog pound came from i'd have to look more back like how that came to be and how that was created yeah. but yeah i mean i knew of the brownie elf back in the day because there's all these like different old school stuff but like i didn't know the history today i just on wikipedia for like 20 30 minutes during a lunch break i kind of just dig in the wikipedia history of it, it was kind of cool to see where it came from oh, yeah. um but no that's a good question i don't know how the browns and the dogs came to be and where the dog pound came from do you know justin i don't, I don't know if i'm not mistaken i think that was from like the early 80s and shit with like the uh, who was it uh, big dog hanford dixon they had all the, the defensive oh, players yeah, yeah, yeah. were like the big dogs and shit sure. so the, the fans started calling themselves a dog pound. if i'm not mistaken i could be completely wrong and then the ground the team is here in, on the fifth uh, we got a call yeah let's go fucking baker mayfield he, he, he thank you for calling the fifth trash man llc hotline who's this caller you're on the air w balls in your mouth caller you're on the air hello chipper Oh, shit. Yeah, Hanford Dixon and Frank Minifield. They were they were the big dogs and all that. They had the nicknames. I think our caller dropped off. So the Browns just adapted a dog pound and kind of just marketed it. Oh, you know who way? I think it was? Uh, that might be Chopper Chuck calling us. No. It's about that time. It is time to go to break. Calm Chopper down, Chuck Lizzo. is here. I forgot I told him to call the show. I it's completely forgot that about time. that. He can't hear up there on a helicopter. He's landing right now on top of the building. He's going to pick us up. Kyle, unfortunately, has to go home. Grape and myself. I don't, don't want to go, though. Yeah, uh, all right. You know how it goes. We all have to cover our eyes. They don't want us to see where Trapper Chuck lives or where uh, Conspiracy Carl lives. We're getting in the helicopter. We're going to be coming live from the bunker. Give us like five minutes. He lives really close, I think. I don't know. How fast does a helicopter go? You told me to wear this. So. Yes, exactly. Yep. <laughs> you have to bring your own face shield. I got my pillowcase in the corner. You guys saw it last time. You I'll thought cover you were up. bad at conspiracy theories. This guy doesn't want to know where he lives at all. He's ready to go. He knows he's been here before. This ain't his first time getting <laughs> helicoptered off into a bunker. All right. So we are going to take a quick break. We're going to do some ads. I'm going to get a lavalier mic put on. I'm going to do some ads while we're in the chopper. And uh, that's it. Uh, Kyle, thank you for being here this week. We'll talk to you Sunday with the Steel City running lates. Um, Go I Browns. Just, yeah, stay safe. You know, Chopper Chuck, obviously, you got one night to not worry about him because he's going to be with us. But other than that, I mean, keep an eye keep an eye on the back of your head. Absolutely. You never know what that fucking dude with Conspiracy Carl. I keep calling him Chopper Chuck. We have too many guys on the show. I heard him coming in. Yeah, that chopper is here. He is ready to go. We will talk to you guys in a few short minutes live from the bunker. See oh, ya. shit, they're here. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live from the helicopter. We are flying over to Conspiracy Carl's Bunker. Grape is, of course, with me. And Grape, again, 6 to 8, Friday nights, Redline Radio, uh, studio number one. Grape holds that shit down on Friday nights. Thursday nights, you can catch Club Pizzle. You can catch Lex Vegas. You can catch Kevin and Quan on Sundays, Medium Ratchet, Just Therapy on Mondays, Tim Buck, too. Uh, speaking of that, Tim, when I see you next, I got to let you know that you would definitely get fired faster for talking shit to a gay person. I heard your guys' question yesterday. No doubt about it in this day and age, my friend. Um, Saturday nights, you have comments with Jen. You've got too much information. You've got Money's Crazy Mind on Friday nights, 4th and 15 with Mel, who's, of course, who just tried to call us. I'll just give you the full rundown. Broad Street South on Thursday nights. Money's Crazy Soundtrack. Talking about balls, of course, 7 to 9 on Wednesday nights. You've got um, She Vibes has moved their time. They are 8.30 to 9.30. Check them out on Redline Radio uh, from Studio One. They're going live Wednesday nights just like us. We are a little intro for them. We're their warm-up act. Um, Tuesdays, you've got Gary Weiner going live. You've got Crossing the Mic, Broad Street South again. Sundays, the Steel City running late because Lee is never on time. Uh, I've got some editing notes for Lee that maybe I'll just wait. I'll give them to him live on air on Sunday just because I know how much Lee hates that shit, so I'm going to do that live. Um, but we will be there from 7 to 8 on Sunday night to break down the Browns and the Steelers' upcoming game on Thursday. Now, 
none of these shows would be happening if it weren't for our great sponsors. And obviously, studio number two is a little close place to my heart. And that's, of course, thanks to Growing Wings Adult Services. They're the official sponsor of State of the Art Studio 2. For more information, give Lisa a call over at 234-334-7547. They have over seven years of experience of taking care of adults with disabilities. Give them a call. Um, there is so much construction going on at my work right now, it's not even funny. And my concern is that it's not going to get done right. You know why? Because I asked the team, what kind of blades are you using? And they did not tell me Dynatech. So... I'm not going to lie to you. I'm a little skeptical going underneath these rafters they're putting up because they're not using the right kind of blades. Dynatech, they are known for having the best blades in the fucking business. They're committed to being the top diamond saw blade company around the world. They're located here in Elyria, Ohio. Their products include saw blades, abrasive blades, and pavement marking blades, cordial rigs, cordial bits, high-speed gas saws, masonry saws, walk-behind saws, tile saws, and other construction equipment. They stand behind their products with a warranty, and their customer service is what keeps customers satisfied and earns them the ranking of best in the industry. That is Dynatech, D-Y-N-A-T-E-C-H. They are at 161 Reeser Court, Elyria, Ohio, 44034, or give them a call 1-800-446-9001, or go to Dynatech.com. Now, that construction crew is making quite a mess. They're throwing a lot of shit away in our dumpsters, and our dumpsters are getting filthy. They're covered in dust. They're covered in grime. They're covered in gunk. You know who we need to call? Fitz Trash Bin Cleaning LLC, the official hotline sponsor of Studio 2. Unfortunately, it's not working that well today because we couldn't get melt through, but it doesn't, shouldn't stop you from calling Fitz Trash Bin. Their phone lines work just fine. They're located in North Ridgeville and surrounding areas. This is where they like to do their, their cleaning. You can reach them at 440-752-1533 or at FTBCUSA. Tell them Redline Radio sent you, and you're going to get 10% off that first service, and trust me, it's worth it. Your garbage cans are some dirty shits. Look inside of there. You don't want anything to do with it. And I know we talked about this last week, but that construction company, not only are they not using Dynatech, not only am I kind of worried about the dirt they're putting into my garbage cans, the number one reason why I'm worried is because they are not Wiggins Construction and Home Improvement. They do bathrooms, kitchen, windows, doors, siding, and much, much more residential or commercial Give Will a call at 440-734-7654. Tell them Redline Radio sent you. We talked a lot about Vegas. Obviously, Grape's been there. Kyle's going for the first time. I was there for the first time. Dave basically has a rental home there, it sounds like. He's there all the fucking time. And you know where Dave goes every time he's there? I didn't get to go there, but Kyle's going to go. I'm not sure if Grape's ever been there. I'll have to ask him next time I, we get on the mic. The Rusty Spur Saloon. They're located in Las Vegas, Nevada, and they've been voted the biggest hole-in-the-wall saloon for the last two years and running. And if you know me... You know I love a fucking hole-in-the-wall bar. All right, everybody. The chopper, it looks like it's getting ready to land here near the bunker, from what I'm being told. I'm sorry. And we're going to be coming live with Conspiracy Carl and Grape. We're going to make some picks, and we're going to wrap this show up. Talk to you in a few. Hey, guys. Justin? Who, who, do, who Who's? Wait a minute. Hold, Justin, who's this guy you're uh, with right now? This is my friend Grape. Are we allowed to take our masks off yet? It's kind of... Yeah, go ahead and take go ahead and take your take your mask off. Did you, you wait? But did you ball gag grape too? You no, didn't he have to do that. Yeah, he brought that on his own. He pulled it out of his ass. I don't know where it came from. Wow. <laughs> Literally. I got asthma. Well, nice to meet you guys. Take a seat. Did you say down. asthma or asthma? It's <laughs> <laughs> wordplay. Asthma. Take a fuck seat. Sit nice down. Here. Yeah, it's Christ. really nice. He, he does I, a lot of work. I, he, state of the art shit you got I, here, I really cleaned up the place. I want you guys to take a seat. Get your headsets on. This is only my second time being here. Oh, thank you so much. Um, I think we're good to go. Let me turn this camera on real quick. Let me just make sure. 
Yep. Mm. It, it, there we go. I really like your bunker, Carl. Can I ask, though, who is your interior decorator? Because these chairs are very uncomfortable. I don't know if you have a, a manager or somebody you could speak to, but these chairs are very uncomfortable on my ass. Uh, no, I And I have nothing up there either. This is just a straight, flat Hank Hill ass that I was born with, and it is not comfortable. I have collected everything you see over years in my travels. You're sitting on some handmade chairs right now. I just sanded them down yesterday, knowing you guys were coming. You use a softer wood next time. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. If you're interested in giving me your address, I'll be happy to Amazon Prime you some cushions to put on these. You just have to let me know where to send them. Uh, that's okay. I'll, I'll come pick them up myself. We'll charge it to the Redline Radio account. <laughs> All right. Well, Conspiracy Carl has welcomed us into his bunker today. And, uh, again, he doesn't like Kyle. But I will say, Conspiracy Carl, you're making strides as a person because you are nice enough to reach out to Kyle and get his picks for the week. He, he, he sent me this. I had to go down the street around the corner. There was a rock that this was left under with mm -hmm. my name on it, and it has picks. On my way back to my bunker here, I, I looked at some of these, these picks, and how do you have this guy as a, a co-host? I don't... It doesn't make sense to me. Some of these picks just don't make sense to me. I asked him that, too, when he wasn't around. I waited you know, it's one of those things of like, you know, it's just we we got in too deep with the show, so okay. it's just you know, it's hard to replace people. I it's see. just easier to I keep see. rolling with it. And you know what? On the on the bright side, he makes really bad picks, so I've never lost a bet, as everybody yeah. that listens and watches at home knows. Kyle has unfortunately suffered the wrath of the hot sauce challenge. Kyle has had to be stunned live on air. <laughs> oh no! Kyle has had to take the ice bath. He had to eat the mystery shit flavored jelly beans. Uh, I can't even think of the other punishments he's had to endure, but I literally have never lost one. He has an upcoming punishment for uh, losing the home run derby to me that is still to be determined because I have an idea and I need to get in contact with proper people. and set, <laughs> It's a whole thing, so i gotta, I got to set that up. So um, I, my, my services are for hire. I'm more than, more than happy to tune in and, and call in and, and whatever if you want me to jump in and take over. If you ever want to terminate this Kyle's contract, by all means, I'm available. You know, maybe something mysterious happens to Kyle, and I don't want to put any conspiracies on it, but maybe something happens, and I have you to know, hire somebody else. There are some people dying nowadays. Very much so, especially the queen. Um, she's very dead. Now, I might have to hire you because we didn't tell—I didn't say this last week. I kind of forgot to, to mention it. Kyle and I already know what our punishment's going to be for this year's Pick'ems, and I wanted to bring it up last week and not keep it a surprise, and I completely forgot. Uh, anyone here own a tattoo gun? Actually, actually, yes, my sister does. Because the loser has to get a tattoo that the winner picks out. Hmm. Now, we have already laid some ground rules down. I obviously, you guys can see, I have I have plenty of tattoos. I, I don't really care what goes I've, on me. I've, I've heard Kyle doesn't have any tattoos. Kyle doesn't have a single tattoo because he, this is why I, I'm kind of shocked him and Conspiracy Carl didn't get along because Kyle's afraid of tattoos because he thinks when they're in there putting the needle on them, they're going to insert some sort of microchip tracking device. He's very worried about that. What's in the ink? You he know, well, that, absolutely. That it, me, I just obviously I don't, I don't give a shit. That is true. Why do you think we're on microchips? I don't care what goes in my body as long as it's not an anal bead. Um, and I can't say at any at any given time, everyone it, there's people who know where you're at at any given time. Right now, yeah, I'm okay you're, with that. You're That's okay right. with that? I got, Plus there's that I got Alexa. Does. They're they're listening all the time. I'm all for it. Um, I like this grape guy. He seems to him and I seem to have the same kind of mindset here. Like we're here. We're just we're just thinking the same thing. That's why I knew you guys would click. I'm really happy you were able to welcome him down here. He, he might not leave. That's that's for you guys to decide. I don't <laughs> I don't want anything to do with that. We already did the one story about the chess players. As I don't need to know nothing, what else is going on. As long as nothing else has to go up my ass, I kinda like it here. Yeah. I like that he Hold started. On, nothing, with nothing else. else. Yeah, exactly. well, we already nothing established else. that the fucking <laughs> anal beads put up here. Yeah. Goddamn me. Did you good. did you invite that Tim guy back again too? 
Tim, Tim is live from the studio. He is, or I'm sorry. He, is the, oh, he's set up in here. I didn't even see him come in because we had our fucking eyes closed or our, uh, our heads covered. Tim I, is in the bunker with us. Okay, I don't think us. I'm going to be able to get out, though. Yeah, you might be stuck down here. Uh, unfortunately, Grape's ass is at the, you know, the fire marshal said he's at full capacity, so nothing else can go up there. <laughs> and I know that was a fat hand that was doing it. Tim, I think you're the culprit here. Someone shoved something up there, and I'm concerned about how you guys got here. And I don't I care said, how many times I he tells you, head covers, it was not else. mandatory from Conspiracy Carl, because I don't have anything in my ass. Somebody lied to you, Grape. I apologize well, I, I, for that. Just made me sign the paper and everything. That's one of the things that happens when you're not talking about balls. Some things go places they're not supposed to go, and, you know, hey, well, Maybe least, the Browns will sign you because they're into that kind of thing. Well, at least you have, I hope you have some like ready-to-eat meals or something down here. At least I need dinner out of this shit. Sir, I am fully prepared to d live down here for the next 20 years. I'm right along with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we are in the bunker. We are going to do picks. And again, Conspiracy Carl has all of Kyle's picks. And Grape is here to let us know the shit that I don't know. Because what happens a lot of times is I make a pick. I'll pick a, a team I think is going to win. They go out on Sunday. They shit the bed. They look terrible. Little do I know, behind the scenes, there's something going on. Maybe the quarterback's having a fight with his wife. Maybe he found, his wife found out he's cheating. Maybe she found out he's putting some silicone anal beads up his ass on game day, and it's not helping him win. You never know what's going to happen. Grape knows. Conspiracy Carl knows. They're here to help us out. I figured it's week two. Let's spice it up a little bit. Let's learn some shit. With that being said... It is time for picks. As you can see on the score down there, Kyle and I tied last week. We are both 10-5-1, even though we didn't have the same picks. So it just shows you how finicky picking games in the NFL can be. He's off to a hot start, I see. Not too bad. I mean, usually Kyle keeps up with me, and then I pull away about halfway through, and it's never really close after that, and I expect it to be the status quo. But we'll see. I love this shit talking about Kyle when he's not around. I would say it to him. I would 100%. Yeah, Kyle, I'll, I'll text it to him if, if I have service down here in the bunker, but I know you obviously oh, have it. Blocked. Yeah, you oh, have yeah. it lead-plated yeah, so nothing goes it. out. No technology. Clearly, no technology gets in or out of That's this. why I said if you don't leave here, no one ever knows. No technology at. and no cushions on these chairs because, boy, are they uncomfortable. Next time you guys come, I have to can't retrofit stress, you with some tin enough. hats. This, this keeps the... Uh, the aliens out of yeah, here. if you can get me a tin hat with like a nice Cleveland sports team logo on it, I would really appreciate Absolutely. that because I like to, you know, I next like to stick you, to my my brand. Yeah, next time I'm you come down, I'll make, I'll oh, make that's one a good idea. You. We got that new elf, the new Baker Mayfield elf. We'll throw that right up on that son of a bitch. Yeah. All right, perfectly right up here. Thursday night, the Los Angeles Chargers are taking on the kickerless Kansas City Chiefs. Oh. Thursday night football could be possibly, honestly, the game of the week. This game looks really exciting. I know I was watching uh, the Steel City running lates on Sunday, and they both said. Dave and Lee and maybe Chipper. I don't know. There's like eight guys on that show. I don't even know who the fuck's talking at any given time. But they were breaking down this week's of game, the, the upcoming week of games, and they were saying that this is probably going to be the most exciting game of the week. And on paper, I 100% agree with that. When you look at these matchups, that is probably going to be the best game. Will it end up being the most exciting, fun game? Time will tell. Could be. But as of right now, I'm extremely excited for this game tomorrow. So the Los Angeles Chargers, 1-0, taking on the Kansas City Chiefs, also 1-0. Chargers won a, a close one against the Vegas Raiders. The Kansas City Chiefs blew out the Cardinals. What do you guys have? Let's start with uh, Mr. Kyle's pick. Um, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna change his pick. I am a huge fan of the Junior Seau San Diego Chargers. I got some bad news for you down here. I know you probably don't have cable or internet or anything. They have moved what? from San Diego. No. Uh, Junior Seau has since demised by his own doing. Oh my gosh. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Maybe you guys know something about that. Did Junior Seau actually kill himself, or was this an inside job? He's alive with Tupac right now in Cuba. Everybody knows this. Well, Priest Holmes still plays for the, the Chiefs, right? Yes, Priest Holmes is still there. And uh, 
Well, I am going so to go. Uh, it wasn't Deacon Jones too. Yeah, it wasn't Joe Montana on the Chiefs for a little. Or, uh, well, you know, just because. Chris Nicoye is still there. Yeah, just, just, still there. I mean, just because Junior Say I was dead, I have to go with the Chiefs on this one. Okay, they're they're going to mourn him this week. Yes, it's ten a sad years moment. after he I'm, killed I'm himself. going to. How long would it mourn moment. me? All right, well, I am going to also go with the Kansas City Chiefs. So if that's what Kyle picks, I'll write that down as well. But I think the Kansas City Chiefs, as I said last week, they're my early pick for the AFC to represent in the Super Bowl. I think they're damn good on both sides of the ball. The Chargers are also. They upgraded, of course, with Khalil Mack with J.C. Jackson. Their offense has gotten better. Justin Herbert looks good. I still think Kansas City is the the big brother of the AFC West, and I'm going with Kansas City. Next up, we have the Washington Commanders. I feel like you guys are going to have some good things to say about a team located in Washington near the old White House and all those fun buildings. Get out! <laughs> and, uh, Leave! <laughs> they, are, they are leaving town to go to Detroit to face the Lions. And the Lions actually had a pretty good game last week. They made, a, made it close against the Eagles, who were up to a huge lead, and the Washington Commanders had to, had to rally late to beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. So this is, a, this is kind of a toss-up game. You've got a Detroit team who played really well against a team I thought would be a lot better in the Eagles, and you have a Commanders team who kind of played down to their opponent in the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Are the Lions better than the Jags? Can the Commanders pull this off? I say no. I'm going Detroit. Well, see, I know a little bit about this team. I, I, I've, read, I've read some of the interwebs, uh, some of the letters that come across my desk. Um, I, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, this, uh, this Washington team loves a good insurrection every once in a while. They like to take over the buildings they enter. Um, I, I have a good feeling about this Commanders team. I, I think they're going to go into Detroit and they're going to win this game. I'm going to pick the Commanders for Kyle. I okay. Can, I concur. Let me jot that down. That's an interesting pick. We got our first... It's, it's kind of nice when Kyle and I pick against each other because uh, last week I think it was like it took us about 10 picks until we finally got to something different. So it's nice to see it right off the rip with the second game of the week. Uh, might have one here. Tampa Bay at New Orleans. Tampa Bay, again, looked really good on defense. Their offense looked eh. Um, and then New Orleans looked eh against Atlanta, who's a very shitty team, but they made a great comeback and they ended up winning the game at the end. Um I really don't know what to make of New Orleans right now with first game without Sean Payton. They looked a little off. Uh, Jameis Winston, from what I heard, is a little banged up. He's not practicing all that well or, or that much so far. It's only Wednesday, albeit. But still, uh, I'm going to go. Well, let's see. Let's see what uh, we always swap. I forget to swap because Kyle's not here. It's, it's throwing me off. A so little I bit. have a note here next to this one. That Kyle... Really quick. Actually, speaking of notes, oh. the dog pound actually came from Dixon and Minfield in the 80s. They said how loud it was on the end of the stadium, and the fans started doing dog, being dogs, making it loud and hard to hear. So, okay, so I was right. I was, I was close. Thank you, Mel. Well, Mel. Oh, that is Mel. I didn't even see. He doesn't have his picture up. Uh, thanks for trying to call, Mel. I appreciate that. The, the Fitz Trash Bin Cleaning Service LLC hotline is at the bottom of the screen underneath the ticker of our score, 440-444-7251. Give us a call. I think Tim may have gotten it fixed, but uh, if not, it is what it is. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll do our best to try to talk to you. Worst case, send it in a, as a comment like Mel did right there. We'll definitely read it on air. Um, so yeah, back to the, back to the conspiracy. So I, I, I have, or not conspiracy, I'm sorry, the truth, as well, you would call it. Well, I have a note next to this that says history likes to repeat itself. Okay. Um, and he says the saints tend to win these games. Sure. Last year they went two and zero against the, uh, the Brady bucks. And I, I just, I don't, I don't like Kyle today. So I'm going to go with the bucks. I think the who bucks does win this one. I, uh, I'm actually going to go with Tampa Bay as well. I think Tampa Bay last week, again, their defense really looked good. The offense left a little bit to be desired, but that was, of course, against the Cowboys, who their defense is up and coming. Um, 
I'm just going to go with Tom Brady. Uh, it's hard for me to pick against him, especially with New Orleans. I don't. New Orleans didn't really look that great to me last week. Uh, there's a 2.5 point spread. Keep your eye on that because everybody knows the NFL is rigged. 100. percent It's point spread. crazy how close Vegas gets this shit. I believe that Vince McMahon does run the uh, NFL. I'm pretty sure that's how storylines right there. So <laughs> got that right. Look at the Browns game last week. It was a fucking blowout, and then all of a sudden, nope, old old Vince McMahon fast. calls down and he's like, "You know what? Let's let's we need these numbers to get up a little bit." And send the bitches to my room. Next thing you know, you got send touchdowns galore. You've got some penalties. The Panthers are back in it. And then he's like, all right, let the Browns win like they were supposed to. That's kind of how I look at it. I'll take it. Any win's good for me. All right. Next up, speaking of Baker, we have the Carolina Panthers taking on the New York football Giants, who, of course, upset the Tennessee Titans last week. And the Panthers looked mediocre at best against the Browns. Um, this is a tough one. I don't really know what to make of the New York Giants. However, they beat the Tennessee Titans, who, of course, last year, um, uh, Mike Vrabel won coach of the year. They were the number one seed in the AFC, who, of course, lost their first game of the playoffs because Derrick Henry was kind of banged up. Uh, Derrick Henry looked pretty good. Tannehill looked okay. And their defense couldn't stop Saquon Barkley in the uh, New York Giants' not, not in powerhouse offense. But they're going up against the Panthers' defense, who, again, is pretty good. Their corners ranked really high from pro football focus up against the Browns. That's also because we don't have really good wide receivers. But they were rated really high. Carolina's defense is pretty good. Uh, Baker lit up the chart, or the, the Giants' uh like two years ago, we played them. I get it. Totally different teams. Totally different years now. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to go. Baker gets his first win. I'm going Carolina. Well, it's a proven fact that anytime Baker plays a game within 10 miles of a cheesecake factory, he does really well. And I, That's I, fair. And That's fair. According to my statistics, there is a cheesecake factory five miles away from MetLife Stadium. That's accurate. All right. So that's, that's so a win for I'm, Carolina. Then? I'm going with the Panthers. Okay. Again, there is a two point point spread on this. Keep your eyes on that. Make the game is going to be close. Absolutely. I mean, I like they know what's like happening. You got these teams that. Uh, that's what I like about it is when there's a game. I don't look at the spreads personally because I like to try to just pick off my gut. And to know that the spread's that close, and in my head, I didn't know who I wanted to pick. It was a toss up. It makes me feel good. Like the NFL knows this, this is going to be a toss up oh, yeah. game. I like that. Uh, next up, we have the New England Patriots traveling to some really fucking shitty named stadium. Act <laughs> Acrisure? What the fuck is that even? Acrisure in Pittsburgh. Never heard of it. Um, but, yeah, they are traveling to Pittsburgh. You have the New England Patriots who are coming off an embarrassing loss, really. Um, so, Mac Jones so got strip-sacked. they sold out to the man. And they 100% sell. they sold out. Mm. They, they Making your name. You went from Heinz Field, a global company. Everyone knows. When you think of ketchup, what's the only thing you think of? Uh, well, you probably haven't bought ketchup in a long time, but it is Heinz is what other people would pick. French fry. Um for everybody else, that's fair. That's fair. Um, dehydrated French fries because yes. everything down here is, has to have like a 10-year shelf life. You put a little water um, on it, it grows. And then the Pittsburgh Steelers lose Heinz Field and they go to Acrisure, which just rolls right off the tongue, especially for those, those well-educated Pittsburgh people that say yins <laughs> and things of that nature. And, you know, most Steeler fans like to make out with their relatives. Um, they're just very questionable people. They sometimes put things up their butt, apparently. They don't like to be on time for things. That's just the nature of Pittsburgh Steelers fans. And then you're going to expect these toothless hillbillies to say Acrisure correctly? There's no fucking chance. They're too close to West Virginia. Yeah, there's absolutely, there's no way that uh, the Steelers fans, if you interviewed 100 of them, I would say maybe a couple could actually say Acrisure. The rest of them are going to go, what the Acro who? The fuck you call me boy? And they're going to yell at everybody because that's what Steelers fans do. They just get angry. You're in Pittsburgh, partner, not Akron. 
Yeah, I'm, like, I'm picking up that you're not a fan. This of town ain't big Pittsburgh. enough for you and all them teeth in your mouth, boy. They hate when you show up. <laughs> That's just what Pittsburgh people are like. I was just there not that long ago. That's yeah, how they are. Yeah, They're very know. rude. They're very rude. And me and my wife are wanted for dining and dashing <laughs> in Pittsburgh. We can never go back. You did them a favor. You <laughs> yeah. don't pay those people. The fucking food was stuck terrible. Yeah, it's not good. Nothing good in Pittsburgh. What is it, Primanti Bros? You get it's just a fucking ripoff of paninis and a poor one at that. Not even a good sandwich. Because you threw a couple French fries and coleslaw on it. Doesn't make it a good sandwich, that guys. Chicago. Yeah, that's a Everybody ripoff. That. Garbage. Is, is Pittsburgh a city you're trying to move to? I'm just curious. Yeah, I'm, I'm I, trying to really I, I establish could, my I fan base tell. there, as you can tell. Couldn't tell. I'll be going there for a, an autograph signing in a couple of weeks. If anybody wants to meet me, I'll sign your teeth or tooth for some of you. It might only be one in your mouth. Um, so we have New England against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh looked like shit for uh, offensively last week. They looked terrible. The defense is what kept them in the game against the uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. And uh, New England looked terrible. They they couldn't slow down Tua, the, the Miami Dolphins offense. Um they couldn't do anything offensively. Their defense wasn't doing that great. I think, you know, Miami, of course, has a great wide receiving core. Uh, really quick, we got, even with some players hurt on the Steelers, the defense goes after Mac Jones and pushes him to make bad decisions. I got the Steelers. This is not the same pass team. Oh, I agree completely. Um, my concern, though, is that without T.J. Watt, that defense is just not the same. When you're not getting that pressure on the quarterback, he has more time to throw, which is going to make it harder for guys like Fitzpatrick to make plays. That's what helps those guys. When T.J. Watt's breathing down your neck, you have to make a quick, rash decision, and the Steelers' secondary takes advantage of that. Without T.J. Watt doing that, Mac Jones is going to have that extra second or two for guys to get open. He's going to pick you apart because Mac Jones is a very accurate quarterback. So, spoiler alert, I'm going with the New England Patriots this week to win this game. I think Bill Belichick is going to come up with a really good game plan to shut down the already not very good Pittsburgh offense. You've got Najee Harris, who's banged up. Their offensive line sucks ass. You've got... Their defense is okay, but without T.J. Watt, it's really bad. They're not not bad. I won't say bad, but it's not nearly what it could be. So I think Bill Belichick's going to game plan to win here. He's not going to go 0-2. Give me a New England win. Um, I believe you guys agree because all I see next to this that Kyle wrote down is fuck this team, and that's next to the Steelers. <laughs> so I believe he's choosing the Patriots. Did you read that right? Are, uh, when you look at the page, are you accurate sure that that's what he put? Yes, I'm accurate sure in this pick. Uh, no, I'm I, not just positive. I'm accurate sure. I believe, believe he's going Patriots as well, and I'm a huge fan of that Bill Belichick. He's a he's an okay guy in my book. I believe you can. You should probably have a lot to talk about. <laughs> the shit he's done behind the scenes, Put my God! It, right? And interesting <laughs> fact: you guys want to take a wild guess what that point spread is? Two points. Two fucking. Points. Yeah, it's gonna be close for sure. Because again, you have, after week one, I think the NFL like week one. It's hard to predict who's gonna win a game because you don't know what a team's gonna look like. You got new faces, new new players, new coaches, etc. Everything's different. Uh, week two, you kind of hope you you kind of figured some people out, but with with the Patriots. If they're like that all season, it's going to be a, a horrible year. And same thing with the Steelers. The Steelers on offense look terrible. So you kind of want to see, are they going to grow? Are they going to develop? What, what are we really going to get out of them this week? So a two-point spread for that game actually makes a lot of sense. Um, but I am going to go with New England, as is Kyle, apparently, because fuck Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Fuck Pittsburgh. sure about that. you damn right. I am 100% Acrisure. Uh You have the 0-0-1 Indianapolis Colts. Heading down south uh, a little further than Houston to go to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, interesting game. You have the Colts who last week everybody thought was a lock to beat the, the the Texans. Started off slow. That happened with a lot of teams. For whatever reason, some bad teams got off to really hot starts, and then the better teams kind of made their way back. 
Uh, the Colts did that. They weren't able to win. In overtime, they had a pretty easy field goal opportunity with Rodrigo Blankenship. He choked, and they cut him. So they are now looking for a new kicker. They don't fuck around. You miss that kick, you're gone. If you make us tie with the Texans, you better update that resume. So they do not have a kicker at the moment that I know of unless they brought somebody up. I really don't even know. I just saw they waved Blankenship yesterday. Um, but going down to Jacksonville, who looked decent against Washington, uh, I think the Colts have a much better defense than the Washington Commanders. I think the Colts realistically should have a better offense than the Commanders as well, now that they have Matt Ryan uh, and Jonathan Taylor. I don't know what Kyle's going to pick, but we'll start with him. Um, uh, who does he have before Kyle I make my decision? Kyle has the Colts circled here. Okay, uh, great minds think alike, because that's exactly who I'm going with as well. I think Jonathan Taylor is going to be a little too much for this Jacksonville team. Uh, Matt Ryan won't make the same mistakes that Carson Wentz was making last week that kept Jacksonville in the game. I'm going to go with the Colts. A lot of road wins this week I'm starting to see. What's the uh, point spread on that one, Derek? That would be a four-point point spread mm. with a funky number four-point spread in an NFL. You have a three-point score. And Who's a the home team? Score. That is a good one. Jacksonville's at home. Okay. Yep. Hmm. I w- yeah, I agree with Chipper. He said both offenses are going to be offensive in the uh, Steelers-Patriots game. I agree with that completely. Mm. <laughs> he is no lies detected, my friend. Absolutely. All right. Uh, next up, Miami taking on Lamar Jackson. This is an exciting game because you have – the new revamped Miami with Mike McDaniel, the head coach. You've got Lamar Jackson, who just a few weeks ago tweeted that picture or liked the picture of himself in a Dolphins jersey because he could be an impending free agent. The Ravens don't want to pay him. He's from South Florida, so he would love to play for the Dolphins, and he would obviously be a huge upgrade over Tua. A lot of cool connections here, a lot of cool shit. Uh, I'm keeping my eye on this one. Uh, The Ravens offensively looked good, but again, they played the Jets. Um their, their run game actually got shut down pretty decently by the Jets. They were able to, to win through the air. Um, the, the problem, though, is that their defense is okay, but how can you really get a read off it when you're facing the Jets? You're facing 45-year-old Joe Flacco. How do I really feel about the Miami defense or the Baltimore defense? I'm not sure. And it's going to be tough for them. I know they have some injuries on the offensive line. They have some injured corners, et cetera. Their secondary is always hurt. And you're going up against one of the best wide receiving cores in football. you got Jalen Waddell, Tyreek Hill, and then Tua throwing the ball, Mike Jacecki at tight end. Pretty good offensive team here with the Dolphins. This is going to be a good matchup. I really want to go. I really want to go with Miami, but I don't want to continuously pick these road teams because well, that would be like five in a row. I've taken. I just changed Kyle's pick on this one. Okay, I respect that. You're allowed to do whatever you want, Carl. This is your bunker, your moment. Uh, I have a conspiracy theory as to why. I'll let you go first. I am going to go with Miami. Mm. So he had the Ravens winning. It looked like okay. But I'm 100% behind this conspiracy that I think Lamar wants to lose on purpose to Miami. Bingo, buddy. I think he's going to throw the Here game. Here we go. I Are you hearing he, something, Carl? I, I, I've, heard, I've heard, I've heard some rumblings. The voices inside your head? Just, just whatever some, you're, some wherever conversations you're that he's going to go out and he's going to give the ball up a couple times, a couple interceptions. He's going to throw the game. He doesn't want to lose. He doesn't want to win to this team. Um, he's going to throw the game, and the Dolphins are going to win this one by two touchdowns. I, I actually Ooh. heard through my sources that mm. he's going to be playing with a Dolphins jersey underneath the Baltimore jersey. I, I, would, I, I did. I, I would did have, love that. I did have a source say he's going to wear a T-shirt, like an orange T-shirt with <laughs> or the Dolphins maybe even logo. Or thong, like a jockstrap with the Miami Dolphins logo on the front. We I, have the same We have the same concept. Maybe have, some Dolphins anal beads. Yeah. 
See? That now we're, are now those, we're cooking. Are these the ones you wore to my bunker today? Or? I'm going to let him go ahead and get those. Are they dolphin-shaped s- anal beads? Let's just hope that they're still orange when they come out. No, actually, mm. they were dolphin-colored on that. Uh-huh. <laughs> or was that- yeah, so I, I honestly believe he doesn't want to win this game, so I'm going with the Dolphins. They changed I Kyle's pick too. to the Dolphins. Okay. I, I, I mean, I look at it as a Browns fan. I'm really excited for the future of the AFC, AFC North because you had Cincinnati shit the bed, and you hope that's a sign of things to come. Their offensive line still looked really, really bad. Joe Burrow got destroyed, made a bunch of mistakes. Uh, their defense looks shaky. Uh, their special teams is, is fucked now with the long snapper getting hurt. That's great news for the Browns. Um, flip side, you have the Steelers. Again, the Steelers won, which is okay. In another questionable, shaky game, their offense looks terrible. They have injuries. that They can't stay healthy. It's great news for the Browns. Now you got the Ravens, who looked really good. The Ravens went out and beat the Jets, but again, it is the Jets. Now they're going up against Miami. I would absolutely love to see the Dolphins just exploit weaknesses, show the Browns some good things to watch on film, show teams how to beat the Ravens and how to contain Lamar Jackson. Because I believe last time they played a few years ago, I remember I was actually coming home from a flight. I think it was uh, my wedding trip. I was coming home from Punta Cana. And I was watching. It was Thursday night football. I'm watching the game. It was the Ravens against the Dolphins. And I remember the Dolphins won that game. They shut down Lamar that night. So maybe there is something to that. Something about him him facing the old Miami Dolphins. You gotta trust you gotta trust the little birds who tell you stuff. I uh do do you believe in birds? I've always heard of conspiracy. Some people they don't, don't have no fucking birds or things. Birds aren't real. I've always heard that. In them, they watch us. Birds are just robotic inform- information. I've always heard devices. that. They started back in the sixties. They used to have a fucking big old camera around right in front of them. Mm-hmm. The information's out there. Back when mm-hmm. Grape was a kid. Back when I was a kid, I seen the, I actually <laughs> caught the first fucker on accident. <laughs> Set a little trap out there. I said, This motherfucker has a Polaroid camera attached to him. I always heard that was one of my favorite conspiracy theories I've ever heard is that birds aren't real. That's like the, the coolest one. I oh, love that there's, one. There's, and there's a lot of people that like back that up. I'm pretty sure the CIA, FBI, everyone, everyone's tapped into the bird network. What was the last bird time, network. When was the last time you heard the birds singing in the morning like they used to? Absolutely. And it's weird how they get quiet all of a sudden. They just stop. It's when they start recording. It's like somebody yeah. unplugged them like a router and they had to plug them back in. You got to reset. Give it about reset 10 seconds. Network. And when in the hell this have is... you ever seen a baby pigeon? True. Flash day. This guy. This guy right here is speaking to my heart right now. Now, we'll have to transfer from one Will Ferrell movie to another. Did you just become best friends? We just became best friends. <laughs> you call me Dragon. Uh, you can play my drum set anytime you want to. I have I'm going to put my I have fucking one. balls I, on your drum I have, set. I have one in the back. Can I put my balls on it? Absolutely. Fuck yeah. Look at that. And bunk beds. I There's knew all kind of shit here we can make this bunk was beds going with. to be a perfect match. This is how we here. do it. <laughs> <laughs> Are those power tools? No, we're brushing no, our teeth. Quotes <laughs> and fucking holes in the bunker. Well, well, well was done. <laughs> the fucking Catalina wine mixer. Wine mixer. Oh, yeah. fucking Catalina <laughs> wine mixer. <laughs> All right. Oh, the point spread by that? By oh, yeah. the way. 3.5. Ooh, that's a good one. Yes, it is, isn't it? Do, 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 now we got the dirty, speaking of birds, we got the dirty birds, the Atlanta Ooh, Falcons taking on the Los Falcons. Angeles Rams. Jesus. I've already seen the future in this game. In L.A., you have the, the, the Falcons who started off really, really hot against the New Orleans Saints. They have a pretty good defense. And then they were figured out, and New Orleans shut them down. New Orleans came back, won the game by one, going up against a very, very angry, talented Rams team. In L.A., they're flying across the country from Atlanta to L.A., taking on, again, a Rams team that was just fucking embarrassed on national TV a couple weeks ago. Uh, I think a lot of these, I'm guessing Aaron Donald gave them a hell of a pep talk or at least swung his helmet at a few guys on his team after the cameras went off. And I think the Rams are going to come out ready to play. 
I think they are going to dominate this game. I could see Aaron Donald walking away with a handful of sacks because the Atlanta offensive line isn't very good. Give me the Rams. So I've seen this already happen, this game. What's going to happen is that the uh, the Falcons are going to come out gigantic lead. At least, sure. two, at least two touchdowns. They're going to go into the third quarter thinking they're going to win this game. Is the score going to be 28 to 3? 28 to 3. Because <laughs> I remember them blowing that lead in the Super Bowl. And they're That's going a, to lose the game. If you say 28 to 3 to an Atlanta Falcons fan, I think their heads just explode immediately. Yes. Or actually, I heard Atlanta's kind of a dangerous town. Maybe you just get shot if you say that. Oh. Well, they're in L.A. I was oh, no, I said if you say it to an Atlanta oh, fan. That's true. That's I have true. the biggest conspiracy of all. That's my backyard. Hit there me. are people going down by the pound in L.A. We got six killers, six rappers got killed there. Yeah, They're going to make that. the whole Atlanta Falcons team check in, or they going to send the shooters, and there's a 10.5-point score difference. Ooh, I Somebody's like that. I'm very confident shit. in the Rams. Yeah, Somebody's getting robbed for their shit in L.A. Check in, guys. I, I saw that guy got shot at uh, Roscoe's or whatever the Don't other day. Don't go there. Yeah. Don't go there. And, guys, for the love of God, if you're a celebrity, do not give your location Please away on the Internet. I mean, Conspiracy Carl clearly will never give his location away. Fucking but no all of you out there, save your location for yourself. So You're I'm making yourself a target. And don't wear your shit. But that, too. Yeah, what the hell? You don't need to show off. Why are you going to $200,000 worth of jewelry into a neighborhood full of people who have $5 combined? At a Roscoe's. Chicken and waffles. Yeah. Uh, Kyle chose the Rams here. I'm going to stick with the Rams. But it's going to be a very interesting game. But are chicken and waffles to die for? Oh fuck! Yeah, not, they not, are. not right there on Main Street, uh, Roscoe's. I'm from that shit. You never been this. That does put a whole new meaning yeah. to it. Main Street chicken and waffles. If they come out with a commercial where they're like Roscoe's, it's to die, die for. for. I, oh my god, I would fucking Look love at it. that shit, right? Tim, Tim better get paid. <laughs> Tim better get paid for that. I will. I will. Too I'll represent early. you in court if you want to sue, brother. You tell me. Too early. <laughs> We're going to hell, all of us. I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> save, save me a C, because, you know, you got the age gap on me, but I'll see you there. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I got a good head start on you. <laughs> Next up, the NFC West. You have the Seattle Seahawks, 1-0, surprising team. The most, I'd say that's the most surprising win of the week, in my opinion. Uh, going up against the San Francisco 49ers, Grapes team. Now, again, I asked the question earlier in the, in the episode, are the Niners that bad? Or was that a fluke? We're gonna. Like, it's hard to even determine what that's gonna be like this week because the Seahawks aren't a very good team. So you you hope the Niners are gonna come out and dominate, but at the same time, if they don't, I don't know what to make of it. Maybe they are just at the same level of the Seahawks. I don't like Trey Lance. I don't think he's a very good quarterback. Uh, losing Elijah Mitchell is gonna kill their run game. Um, I don't know. This is a really tough one. I'll let Kyle make his pick first because I really don't. I'm. Let me get the point spread. It won't. It won't make a decision. It won't determine my decision. But I just want to hear it first. Well, it is a. Plus, it was a nine and a half uh, point point spread. Nine is it really nine point. and a yeah. half? So I feel like it's gonna, gonna be closer. I think that is gonna be the battle of the shittiest teams and somebody. In the, yeah. Right. I mean, then again, I don't even remember. I'd have to look it up. I don't know what the point spread was for the Niners Bears last week. I'm guessing the the Bears were favored pretty heavily, and they ended up losing by nine. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I Kyle chose the 49ers. That's a good pick. Where I, are they playing? It's in San Francisco. Well, I would probably give. I would probably go with them too because it is legal to take a shit in the streets of San Francisco right now. But yeah, it's it's encouraged from what I heard. Yeah, Yeah, they tell everybody to take a shit. And you can shoot up too. You can shit and shoot up. Do whatever the hell you want, San Francisco. It's a lawless county over there. Straight ratchet. We call that um, society control. Go shoot up in the corner somewhere. Shoot up and shit right here. Darwin effect. It is survival of the fittest. And the shitters. (laughs) Now we have the. 
Speaking of shitty, Cincinnati Bengals, who looked like complete ass on Sunday, taking on the Dallas Cowboys, who A, looked like ass, and B, will be without Dak Prescott. For me, this is an easy one. I'm going Bengals all day, every day. I don't even really need to check in on the score. I feel like this one's going to be pretty cut and dry. Uh, Kyle has the Bengals as well. Easy pickings right there. Next up, we're going to fly through these last few so we can break down the Browns and Jets. We have Houston at Denver. I think Denver gets their shit together. They're going to win this one. No ties here, ladies and gentlemen. Houston gets their first loss, and Denver gets their first win. That's my pick. What do we got? Broncos for Kyle as well. We got a comment from Mel. Let's take a look at that. We got 49ers ain't as bad as we thought, which is, yeah, I'm I'm questionable right now. I don't really know how to feel. They played a very nasty weather game exactly. Lance didn't look bad, but if he slips up when Jimmy G, yeah, Jimmy G is just waiting. That dude stays warmed up, ready to go. He knows it's his time any minute. Um, don't think they'll need him this Sunday. I feel like with that nine point that one year deal, he knew that nine point spread that you know Vegas four. thinks this is going to be a blowout. So I don't think the Niners are going to eat. Maybe Jimmy G plays in, in garbage time at the end of the day just to give Trey Lance a rest. That could be about the only time he's going to see the field, but we'll see. Uh, Arizona at Las Vegas. Vegas looked really good last week. Arizona did not. Um, if those speaking of conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. Kyle, I know, had mentioned before that he wanted to make sure you knew that he believes in that Kyler Murray uh, Call of Duty conspiracy. So what did he... 100% true theory. There's no doubt. There has been data after data proven it's, it's the science. fact that at any weekend where the video game Call of Duty has a XP weekend, Kyler Murray plays like ass. And they had one last weekend. And what happened? I believe he lost. That's what my sources say. There is not one this weekend, and that's why I'm putting the stamp of my approval on this pick that the Cardinals are going to win this game. Now, Carl, you don't get out a lot. Mm. You don't know what's really happening in the world. I know everything. This weekend, fun fact, the beta for the new Call of Duty comes out. Doesn't it, though? Kyler Murray is not going to lift, open up his fucking playbook this week. He is going to be so glued to that new Call of Duty that he's not going to see the ass kicking that the Raiders are going to bestow upon him on Sunday. Give me the Las Vegas Raiders. Area 51, let it fly. All because of Call of Duty. We'll see what happens with that beta. I'm, I'm excited to play it myself. Fuck yeah. It looks really fun. It's, it's going to be way better than Vanguard or whatever last year sucked. Yes. Yeah, hated it. That shit really quick too. Like, I, I played it for like a weekend. And I'm like, I just spent 75 bucks on this fucking thing, and I never touched it again. And it took up all my memory. No, oh, it's so much. I've it got, takes up my whole PS5. I've got Mario down here. If you guys want to play after. Fuck yeah. Yeah, regular uh, Super, Super Nintendo, out? or are we talking uh, oh, NES? Okay. We got some. We got some Tecmo Bowl. If you want to play. Fuck. Do you have an Atari? Yeah, I've yeah, been playing Double Dribble since I I, since I got here. Oh. I do. <laughs> <laughs> See, he found it. We got Pong too for Atari. I like that. I, I love Atari. I even got I even got a River River Rapids for Commodore sixty four back in the day. So Never was, heard that. It might have been. my mistake. If my eyes deceiving me, is that a Rock'em Sock'em Robot set you got back there, bro? Uh, absolutely. We are fucking gonna get busy around and here. It's gonna I'll be a fun you, night. If you look yeah. next to it, there's light bright that says welcome. Right Holy next to just it. Got, and a fucking etch sketch. Yep. Look at this shit here. It's like a fucking. I don't play. These are all new technology toys. I'm worried now that Grape's never going to leave the bunker. Hey, but man. hey, more power to you. He's got plenty of dehydrated food. Mm-hmm. You'll make it work. I used to eat that shit all the time in fire camp. <laughs> Speaking of eating shit, <laughs> the Green Bay Packers ate a ton of shit on Sunday. Aaron Rodgers, especially. He spent the offseason talking about ayahuasca and all this weird <laughs> shit. He's a hippie now. He's getting astrology tattoos on him like he's a fucking high school girl. I don't understand it. I love the guy still, but he's got to get his shit together. And I think this is the week he does that against the Chicago Bears. I'm going Green Bay in a turnaround game. I think they figure shit out. 
I was under the impression that Aaron Rodgers owns the city of Chicago, so I'm, I'm going to stick with He the doesn't Packers. own it. He just has a key to the city. I see. I'm going to stick with the Packers on that one. I agree with Kyle's pick here. Great pick. And then Monday Night Football, we've got ourselves a double header for some reason. Uh, the Tennessee Titans are taking on the Buffalo Bills. Quick predict here. Buffalo looks like the best team in football. Uh, Tennessee just lost to the fucking Giants. I don't think they rebound against the Bills. I'm going Buffalo. Both of those teams, by the way, are 10-point point spreads. Are they really the Monday night games? Yeah, the, yeah Chicago and Tennessee. Uh, oh, and that's Buffalo. Sunday. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, Buffalo is a 10-point. No shit. Okay, good. Oh, yeah. I'm happy with that uh, pick. Kyle man. has Buffalo winning this one as well. All right. Now, this one could be another game of the week. Truthfully, uh, you have the surprisingly decent Minnesota Vikings taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, I, I don't know who to pick here. I'll let Kyle go first. This is a tough one. Uh, Kyle has the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. That's e- a good pick. Eaglets. Ooh. <laughs> I am going to roll the dice. I think Minnesota's for real. I'm going with the Vikings. Give me Minnesota. Kyle is going to take Philly. And that, of course, brings us to the Jets and the Browns. Not a whole lot to really break down this week, if I'm being honest. You've got a very bad Jets team who, I won't say this is going to be a gimme game. The Browns offense looked like it's going to struggle a lot this year. The Jets defense is actually pretty decent. They just drafted (laughs) Sauce Gardner. Uh, they got Quinn and Williams, one of the best defensive tackles in football. They've got pretty good linebackers with C.J. Mosley. Um, they, they've, they've put a lot of effort into that defense. The safeties for them are garbage. Um, eight doesn't do not trust Hurts against that Vikings defense. I agree. I, I, for some reason, I got a really good feeling about the Vikes this year, and uh, I think they're going to expose Philly a little bit. Philly almost blew it against Detroit, and I think Minnesota's ten times the team Detroit is. So. Again, it was week one. A lot of fluky shit happened. We'll see what happens, but I'm comfortable with my pick of the Vikings. Um, But, yeah, the Jets' defense, it's good. It's not great. It's not elite by any stretch. Their offense is is anemic. You have Joe Flacco, who's a fucking statue. Their offensive line sucks. You've got Miles Garrett, who's going to be going up against some really, really shitty tackles, and he had a field day against the top uh, 10 draft pick in Iki Aquanu on Sunday for the Panthers. Imagine what he's going to do against some fucking undrafted bums on the Jets. I think he is going to eat unless Joe Flacco gets rid of the ball quickly, which I don't think anything in Joe Flacco's life is quick because he's old as fuck and very slow and stoic. Um, I think the Browns are going to win, but I think it's going to be a little closer for comfort than we really want. I, I could see this being a low scoring game. Maybe give me like a. Uh, let me think of the math here really quick. The Carry the two. It is? Okay. Yes. That's not too high, actually. That's, no, it's not. It's low scoring. Yeah, that's what I'm expecting. But give me give me the Browns. Give me the Browns 24 to 10. 24 to 10. And I say that I know 14 points sounds like a lot, but I really think it's going to be closer till the end. Maybe we get that. You know, we're only up by one score. Then we get a late touchdown to kind of seal it. Um, you know, maybe a good run from Chubb or Hunt, something like that. But the Jets' run defense is their bread and butter. And I, I get it. We had Baker at the time. But a couple of years ago, we played the Jets. It was the COVID game. We were without Landry. We were without some of our offensive linemen. And uh, they shut Baker down. They caused him to make a bunch of turnovers. We got embarrassed. And the Jets were one of the worst teams in football. I get it. Baker's gone. Jacoby Brissett, I'm not saying he's better than Baker. They're not saying they're similar. But he's not an elite quarterback either. So I'm very curious to see what this Jets team does defensively. Um, but I trust Stefanski to figure this out. Browns uh, win. Kyle wrote down four points and a score. Yes. Uh, point one was give DPJ more chances. Which they did last week. Uh, Very involved. Bring the pressure. Jacoby needs to take more chances over the top. And attack sauce, whatever that means. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. And his point score, I guess, is 20. I, I assume he's talking about Sauce Gardner, a Med Gardner, the first round pick. One of, I wasn't one of sure the, if he meant just drinking. One of three first round picks. Don't forget, they also took Garrett Wilson and Jermaine Johnson, the defensive end. Jets and he says 21 14 is the score, I guess. Okay, good choice. Jacoby beat Baker. I agree, Mel. Jacoby drove us down and got us that fucking win. Uh, that the chopper again I hear out there. It must be ready for, for us to go. That is that is our time at the end. It is time to go around the horn with just the tip. As always, we will start with Timbuktu. Then we're going to make our way left to right, coming to me. And we will start right now. What up, people? What up, people? My uh, man. As I, as I, uh, He's moving in. Yeah, as I sit here uh, in the... Uh, I made that bed special for him. <laughs> it looks like it's reinforced for me, too. So, yeah, metal, metal framing yeah, and everything. As I sit here and looking at the ladder, knowing that I can't climb up it... Uh, Told you, you guys aren't leaving. Not with that attitude, Tim. <laughs> no, but see, that's exactly what, you know, what's changed. Uh, my attitude as far as that goes is, like, you know, believing in yourself. Like, you have to really believe in yourself uh, wholeheartedly. And this is kind of my tip of the week. Um, no matter what people say, you can go into a new job, a new situation, a new position, and find a veteran, someone that may know uh, a lot about uh, something. Um, that doesn't mean, you know, the advice that they give you is going to necessarily pertain to you. Um, how you got into that position might have been by your own doing, and you carried yourself by doing what you do best, and that's being you. Uh, so I want to say to people, you know, believe in yourself. Uh, always be yourself. Don't try to be anybody else. Um, be 100% authentically authentically yourself. I can't even say the word. That's how authentic <laughs> it is. Um, but uh, with that being said, uh, you know, I with comedy, uh, comedy, I would use myself as a, you know example. Um, a lot of people, you know, they've been in comedy game for a while, and they always want to give advice, which don't get me wrong. I, you know, I accept it. I always want, you know, I appreciate, you know, somebody at least trying to give me that advice. Um, but comedy is subjective. Um, so, you know, what I'm saying might not resonate with you, but if it, I got a hundred other people reson is resonating with, I know I'm doing a good job. So, you know, I, I want to continue to be able to bring my style of comedy um, and enjoy it and finally make it up this fucking ladder. Tim, I respect the fuck out of that. I love having you on the show. I love this new attitude for you. I like the old attitude, if I'm being honest. I loved everything about Timbuktu, so there, you can't do any wrong in my eyes. Uh, do your thing, man. Honestly, be yourself. Don't apologize for it to anybody. Be yourself. Nobody can tell you otherwise. You get one shot at life. Be you. Be original. I guess I'll go next. And Oh, look, it's me back. I'm Kyle's back. But this is too serious. I had to uh, peel back the curtain a little bit here. Um, holy hairline, my God. <laughs> Damn. Jeez. I'm glad we can't see this Facebook movie anymore. But anyways, so this is uh, this entire year for me has been kind of a mental kind of rebuilding. Uh, um, a lot of self-help, look inwards type situations. Uh, I've been reading a lot of books, uh, listening to audio books, reading books, and trying to kind of just like uh, kind of build stuff back in and, and try to rethink how I act and, and, and whatnot. But one of the books I read was um, a book called Unfuck Yourself last year. Um, this is the follow-up to that. Literally, it just says stop doing that shit uh, and stop and self-sabotage and demand your life back. It's 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 a good book. Um, it kind of it's quick. It's a quick read. It's only probably like I'd say 300 pages. Um, but you kind of it goes through just kind of how to rethink 
what you're doing and why you, why you can fix yourself and how you can fix yourself and how you could maybe put a better image of yourself out there and stuff and um, you know just, you know self sabotage happens in your in your day to day life at work with friends with family um, but uh, this I definitely recommend it especially if you just you know I listen to I was listening to audiobook on my way to and from work it's a thirty minute <coughs> drive every day. Um, it was a quick listen for me, but it was kind of one of those things you're driving, like kind of light bulbs go off. Like, yeah, okay, I can try that today, try that tomorrow, and stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, no, I recommend it. Um, but I recommend self help for anybody. I mean, let's let's not joke here. Uh, mental illness is a serious role nowadays, and if you don't take it serious, it, it could catch up to you and and be that demon in your closet. So uh, it's it's a serious thing. Take a look at it. Absolutely, I've read I've read multiple self help books, so I. I personally didn't really like the first unfuck yourself i sure. didn't I w wasn't for me i've read other ones that i did like though so whatever works for you there are a million options out there if you do need any help or if you need maybe that little kick in the ass plenty of books plenty of friends out there reach out to people yep. we take mental health so seriously on the show uh never be afraid to ask for help to go to anybody if you're feeling anything do not feel ashamed at all it's mm -hmm. perfectly normal you are everybody's going through it just because people might pretend that they're not they they, they hide it behind a facade take it seriously Reach out. That's the only thing you can do. Take care of yourself. And uh, with that being said, let's get to Grape. How do you do? I go by Grape. Can we show that picture that I was telling these guys about while we do yes, that? Yes, yes, yeah. You sent so, that to Tim, right? Yeah, I sent it to Tim. So I'm making an interesting transition here. Uh, I've been a criminal and a game banger and a drug dealer. There's the ball. There's that proud uncle that's ball. That's awesome. Man. Fuck, you see that fucking face? That's the live for it right there. And that's to die for. That's so amazing. That said, yeah, fucking proud uncle moment. That's awesome. But yeah, I decided to make a bunch of changes in my life. I quit doing a bunch of the things that I was doing. I decided to focus on being the best podcaster I can be and getting some shit ton of information out. Being above all, being a decent human being to everybody you encounter, not just black, white, Mexican, Chinese, other. Everybody should treat everybody with a certain amount of dignity and respect. Uh, my new thing is to make sure I'm. I lead by example and hopefully sharing, promoting, and being involved with people outside of my color boundary and outside of gangster grape will rub off because dopeness is infectious and smiling is infectious and being good to people is infectious. Absolutely. And maybe we can spread this shit faster than COVID because we got the vaccine here. Mm -hmm. Amen to that. That's all I got, brother. Absolutely, man. Oh, yeah, brother. Yes. Yeah, Grape's a great <laughs> dude. I'm happy as hell that I got brother. to meet him in person. He invited me on a show. I, I love it. He's welcome here anytime. He is a part of the Red Line family. The bunker to him? Oh, anytime. You can move into the bunker for all I care. It ain't uh, mine. It's Conspiracy going. Carl's. Car Carl left a note that says no. Okay, no no one's moving <laughs> in. He'll let you know when you're able back. to come back, though. I'm the only person that can move in because I can't get out this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. well, I understand trust issues. It's just <laughs> me. Like, Tim, Tim's got to live here forever by default. <laughs> Tim's stuck here, literally. All right, my tip of the, my just the tip is a book that I read a few weeks ago. I wanted to do it uh, last week, but that Elvis movie fucking blew me away, so I had to do Elvis last week. Um... It's a book called The Devil Takes You Home. Uh, that is a picture I took. I rented it out of the Cuyahoga County Library. Great book. Uh, it starts off, it's kind of fucked up. It's really sad. I'm not going to lie to you. It starts off as a family who, life's going great. It's a Mexican guy. Uh, his family, they're Hispanic. They live in America. Um, they're, they're down in Texas. They're dealing with a little bit of racism and whatnot. But at the end of the day, he's got his family. He's got his wife. He's got his daughter. Then things go bad. His daughter gets leukemia. The medical bills start piling up. He gets fired from his job for missing too much work. He starts to do some questionable things to make money to pay those bills off now that he's unemployed. Uh, him, him and his wife split up. Unfortunately, spoiler alert, it happens within like the first chapter. Their daughter dies. So he takes a total turn on his life and his perspective, and he decides to really dive deep into these dirty things that he wants to do to make money. 
He goes out for one final job, and they run into a ton of obstacles along the way, and they learn a lot. They meet some people that he doesn't feel comfortable being around. Some things happen that, you know, normal people shouldn't have to experience. And I don't want to spoil anything, but it crosses a lot of genres that I fucking love. And if I tell you the genres, it'll give it away. So you have to read the book to really understand it. Just think drug cartel meets, I don't even know how to describe Thank it. you? No, more more <laughs> magical than that. Like mystical things like Game of Thrones almost. Oh, like there's shit. some shit that happens in this book that combines with the drug cartels and stuff where I didn't see it coming. I don't want to give any more away than that. Love the book, though. For me, it was a five out of five. Uh, check it out. The Devil Takes You Home by Gabino Iglesias. Was this Loved a recommendation it. Uh, from Jesselnik? It was. Yeah. Yep. First, first book club book, maybe? I, I highly recommend it. Yeah, I love that. it, dude. I yeah. love it. It's a great one. It was a quick read. Yeah, I blew absolutely. through it. Uh, check it out. Uh, that's going to do it, though, for this week of Talking About Balls. I don't know. For some reason, we got booted off Facebook. I'm not exactly sure what happened. We'll look into that. But for those of you that want to listen, this will, of course, go up on our podcast. You can see it, Talking About Balls, on Apple. It's on everything, Spotify, the good shit. Um, on behalf of everyone at Talking About Balls, marijuana is not a drug. I used to suck dick for Coke. Now, that's an addiction. Coke? You ever suck some dick for marijuana? I've seen him. Have a good one. Huh? <laughs> R.I.P.